dopest flyers, OG pin liars, 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 dopest flyers, flyers. Flyers, dopest flyers, OG pin pass the gangster player, hardcore motherfucker. Black diamonds on a nigga wrist. Is it vanity or just a sign of excellence? Square footed six rooms up in my residence. Blowing money up in Nemus, guess that's negligence. We holy shoes to be self evident. You're listening to episode 40. That was I chew my granola bar. <laughs> because my loving husband <clears throat> pointed at me and said, introduce the episode. So we're listening to episode 40. Standing to my right is... I'm Mr. Wise. And to his right... Cedro. Sosa Benel. The Dark Lord. Jesus. Montego Moreno. Montego. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the Dark Lord. I'm not. I just feel like saying that. Voldemort. He who shall not be named. <clears throat> and I am Veronica Z. And we've got Tears. the Red Queen. Surly. <laughs> they got, are absolutely, like, they are in a mood. They're in a Maxine and Wellington playing tug of war in the corner. So if you hear vicious, the, if you hear the hounds, well. Maxine is reclaiming her time. <laughs> Maxine Waters is reclaiming her time. So, um, let's start this episode off uh we'll call this segment something like in case you missed it because these are stories that i've cited over the last uh few weeks since we've been working where i wanted yours y'all's opinion y'all's opinion uh i think i put this one on our message board guilty a rare this is a story from cnn uh from a couple weeks ago, a rare emu-like bird attacks and kills Florida man. <laughs> Florida man. Keyword. Florida. <clears throat> and we often we often talk about we often we we often talk about wild, dangerous animals on this show and their relation to white people. So I figured this story was something that we should touch upon. A cassowary, a giant bird with long claws on each foot, killed its owner after he fell in the backyard of his Gainesville, Florida home. Yeah, I heard about this. <laughs> the bird's owner, Marvin Hayhos, who is 70, it says who is 75, who was 75, according to CNN affiliate WCJB, made the initial call to 911 Friday about 10 a.m. A second call came from another person at the scene who reported a medical emergency involving a large bird. Hayos was transferred to a nearby hospital where he died. The lieutenant said the cassowary remains on Hayos' property as authorities conduct an investigation into the attack. Apparently, the bird was later sold at auction to some wildlife. And so that, the bird actually, they didn't euthanize the bird. And that starts the sequel to the horror movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the owner was a breeder of the rare bird that is native to Australia and New Guinea. The death was an accident. It appears the man fell in the cassowary attack to humans. Him. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> to the bird. To the bird. It was this a, it, very intentional. It was a Tuesday <laughs> for the bird. <laughs> the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission considers cassowaries class two wildlife, meaning they pose a danger to humans and are subject to specific cage requirements. <laughs> Owners must also have substantial experience, quote unquote, with the animals, the commission says. Class two is the same category as alligators, honey badgers, 
and clouded leopards, while class one includes more traditional predators such as lions, tigers, and bears. Oh so this shit is considered more dangerous than a lion. How is this? Because if you see the bird, it has like I've seen it. It looks like something out of fucking Jurassic Park. But d- d- did you see the talons or whatever? Yeah, it's like have... razor, fucking sharp, long. Yeah. It's like raptor. Yeah, yeah. Like raptor claws. Like, yeah. like they just eviscerate you with just like, oh hey, how you doing? Yeah. Well, didn't was it you that I was saying the zoo has it where if there's like in Australia, if it ever breaks out into fire to kill the castaways, they're like, just don't <laughs> even <laughs> save them. I think don't you did fucking, mention that. Yeah, yeah like, like, like they don't need to die. Save them just because this them island, right? This island will go they're to like, shit. They'll kill them. So, they'll kill everything. So quick wow. PSA for any wow. person out there, but mainly just to. <laughs> Mainly the people who live in Florida and white people. Um, wow. Just because an animal is typically prey and preyed on by something doesn't mean that it won't fuck your, fuck your ass, ass up. up. Like right. imagine, imagine the toughness that these animals have to deal with in order to survive. You know, a oh, year wow. yeah. or <laughs> a week. When you're surrounded by various predators like lions that or are all cheetah trying to eat or you. right <laughs> that are all trying to eat you. like it can still beat your ass yeah. like a Tommy gazelle. Yes, exactly. The cassowary is a large flightless bird most closely. Damn Papa bad. <laughs> the cassowary is a large flightless bird most closely related to the emu. According to the San Diego Zoo, it can run up to 31 miles per hour. So you can through dense underbrush, jump almost seven feet in the air, and is a skilled swimmer. So it can definitely fend off threats. They can grow more than five feet tall, and the heaviest females can weigh more than 160 pounds. The zoo, the zoo says, males weigh up to 120 pounds. The cassowary is rightfully considered, this is a quote, the most dangerous bird in the world, the zoo says. <laughs> Each three-toed foot has a dagger-like claw on the inner toe that is up to four inches long. The cassowary can slice open any predator or potential threat oh with a single swift kick. That really does sound like Jurassic Park. Thank yes, you. It's like a fucking velociraptor. It sounds like a raptor. Right. Well, I watched Jurassic Park on VHS for several years. <laughs> <laughs> because we did not have DVD player. We watched a whole lot of fucking Jurassic Park. And that motherfucker is a raptor. Like, dangerous. People keep the... I'm sorry. Like, keep that shit in Australia. Keep it over there. I mean, I just, keep your fucking animals. Like, don't... Australia. We don't want your tarantulas, your snakes, your nothing. Like, keep all that shit... Your dangerous 57 breeds of frog. Like, keep it in fucking Australia. Like, no thank you. No thank you. 57? I'm I don't sorry. care. That's, that's, I don't that's, care. That's, that's a little more <laughs> South America. But yes, I, I get it. Yes, right. you, get, you get what I'm saying. A little more rainforest. <laughs> I don't care. Keep it in Australia. Wrong keep country. I don't care. <laughs> keep it Wrong over, continent. Wrong everything. Just keep it over there. Just, so how just, on earth did he get the bird? He was a breeder. Exactly. He was a breeder. He but how did you like th- it didn't die in the in the winter it, like what it said that he had to have substantial experience and now oh. he's no longer has any experience well, he, because what a waste didn't have enough experience clearly he was 75 well, he, he was 75 first of all a 75 year old <laughs> trips on a bad day and that's it so that you're well, telling me this man is capable of taking care of a carrasco or whatever cassowary cassowary <laughs> a velociraptor Just pretty fucking much <laughs> that was the most opportunistic cassowary ever yes. in i've been waiting this is my moment <laughs> this I mean, is my moment you mean doing what they do they do like that's 
<laughs> what if it right, was, right, but it's like it could have done this at any time. It like waited for him to fall. Old it's and like, weak. Now's my chance. You're old and weak. It was an accident. Right. Yeah. Like he think, fell. He does fell. anyone else like to imagine like a, a scene from Mommy Dearest? Like, no more. Why? Hang on, Christina. That was a, the uh, owner. Wait a minute. And then, no, no. <laughs> hold on. That He's going to have to do it the okay. way he I'm ready. That is not. So the owner said what? That, the owner of what? The emu. Oh, what, what about it? What did he say? He's dead. I'm making a joke, and everyone oh. just ruined it. Oh, well then let's take a let's take Sorry. a let's take a left turn into the <laughs> into the the realm of Caucasian law. <clears throat> this is from NPR. Court says using chalk on tires for parking enforcement violates the Constitution. Huh? What? The next time parking enforcement officers use chalk to mark your tires, they might be acting unconstitutionally. The Federal Appeals Court ruled Monday that chalking, quote unquote, is a violation of the Fourth Amendment. The case was brought by Allison Taylor, a Michigan woman whom the court <laughs> describes as a frequent recipient of parking tickets. The city of Saginaw, Michigan, like countless other cities around the country, uses chalk to mark the tires of cars to enforce time limit on parking. So can we pause for a moment? Yes. In the <laughs> the twenty years I've been driving, right? Do what? So if you're when let's say you park in a two hour zone, right? Like you park in it says two hour parking. What a a uh, cop will do is he'll come in and he'll take a piece of chalk as who's monitoring the area and he'll mark your tire to and then if that if you move so to, he knows like if you move your car or not and so if uh, he's marked your tire and he comes back two hours later you haven't moved your car you're getting a ticket because you've overstayed your huh. your your thing but, and what this, I'm so used to just coming out and seeing a ticket yeah I've never seen chalk that's a lot tires. of work but I don't, come out and wipe the chalk. <laughs> that isn't that like, might be an option. But who thinks about that? Somebody who has been parking for one hour and, and fifty five minutes. minutes. I don't right. think about chalk. I think about oh my gosh, I got to go move my car because I'm going to end up with a ticket. So like running out there, I wouldn't be thinking. Let me check my tires for chalk. I'm thinking. Let's check for chalk. But but this this case, you have to hear the story. I don't run anywhere case. now. I have an app. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by the time ta- by the time Taylor, the Allison Taylor who brought the lawsuit, <laughs> by the time Taylor received her fifteenth citation in just a few years, she decided to go after the city and specifically after parking enforcement officer Tabitha Hoskins. Oh, oh shit! No. Ooh, ooh. Tabitha? this is getting good. Tabitha. Drama. <laughs> Hoskins, Taylor alleged in her lawsuit, was a prolific chalker. Every single one of Taylor's fifteen tickets was issued by Hoskins after she marked a tire with chalk, and then circled back to see if Taylor's car had moved. That chalking, Taylor argued, was unconstitutional. Trespassing upon a privately owned vehicle parked on a public street to a place. To place a chalk mark to begin gathering information to ultimately impose a government sanction is unconstitutional under the Fourth Amendment. Taylor's lawyer, Philip Ellison, wrote in a court filing. A three-judge panel of the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit unanimously agreed. This went all the way up to the fucking U.S. Court Sixth of Appeals? Circuit, yeah. Wow. She was serious about them tickets. No, because if they didn't, if they didn't make a ruling on it now, then it would just—it's considered—it's considered considered an unlawful search. Yeah, Um, is what they're saying because you're you're predetermined. You're you're 
you're pre-assuming guilt. Yeah. Sure, you are. By you're by putting the child, you're assuming you're not right. Break the law and right. stay here for exactly two hours. Yeah. over two hours. Uh, right. Huh. Okay, Becky. Good for she you. Can, she can have that. So, I feel like I'll Allison, give her. You know what? I'll give her a gold star. I feel like Allison was probably sleeping with Tabitha's boyfriend, so mm. Tabitha's <laughs> like, "Fuck this bitch. I'm gonna get her somehow." <laughs> no, no, they're like high school rivals. Or that. They're high school rivals. You love me for someone named Tabitha? Yeah. <laughs> Tabitha? Oh my God, Charles. Seriously? Tabitha? Seriously? <laughs> <clears throat> From CNN Business, America is running out of impossible burgers. <gasps> no! They oh my are. God, they are so good. They're we can, so good. They're we can so good. I am a vegetarian, too. and the motherfuckers are delicious. Like they've, they're running out of them. Yes, they're impossible. S- <laughs> very good. Very good. This oh, is from Tuesday, April thirtieth. There's a real demand for fake meat. That's the first thing. <laughs> there is. I know. Interest in Impossible Foods' plant-based meat alternative is growing so much that the company is struggling to keep up, the company said Tuesday. The acknowledgement comes just after the company expanded its partnership with Burger King. Only in St. Louis. Earlier this week, the fast... Really? Yes, it's only in St. Louis that they have the Impossible Burger at Burger King right now. That's yes. crazy. I would think it'd be like a, what LA a weird city to launch. Yeah, that. because St. Louis is known for me. L.A., I right. can see New York, the, Miami. Well, I guess they figured they could keep up with demand in St. Louis. Mm. But, but if you, know, you do if, that shit if, in like if, if the Bay Area, the mid, if it's good in the Midwest, I think they're feeling like if the if these if we can sell it here, and they're like, you know it. what. All the rest of well, y'all. Well, I had too. one at the... Where did you get that one from that you brought Founding from? Founding Farmers. That motherfucker was delicious. But, but the Midwest, I'm fairly certain, consumes more meat. I th- yeah, but yeah. I think yeah. that's their... That, and what she's arguing, I think, is that's their reasoning. Yeah, it's like, if we it. put it here and the motherfuckers and like it, it... All y'all eat it. It's yeah. so good. It, it is really so, is good. It is absolutely... I had, um, I had a uh, lunch with the old friend, Danya, and she was like, you've got to try it. She yeah. was like, I'm, I've been a vegetarian... For years, and she goes, and I thought they brought me a regular burger. She goes, I almost sent it back, and I had it, and it was really good. We got, we had sausages. We had Italian sausage from the from one of the companies affiliated companies, and it was uh, vegetarian, and it was it when it cooked, it smelled like fucking sausage when it was cooked out of pan. I'm like, you know what this is? It was really good. These are people realizing how to use seasoning to their advantage because. 90% 90% of it is seasoning. I, I beg to differ. Mm. I beg to differ okay. only because I've tasted a lot of shitty veggie burgers in my time. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They've, they've learned, but it's, it's particular the texture. Brand. The texture is great. The juiciness. Mm-hmm. It's the the flake. There is a seasoning component. Yeah. To, yes. But it's the texture for the Impossible Burger and the Beyond Burger that really kind of sows. Because you can have a tasty veggie burger, but it's still well. well but but you know you're eating. A, but you know you're eating a veggie burger, right? You and know I've kind of accepted that. Burger. I've accepted that when I eat. But, but that was things, right. It's like hmm, that's I fucking, no longer yeah. have to accept that a veggie burger yeah. tastes like. Teeth. But the te- but you're absolutely right. <laughs> they, you are absolutely right. They nailed the texture. That's the biggest thing. The His texture is not sold. His face he is not. Sold. All right, we're all gonna go get Impossible Burgers and see if we can get Cedro on board. He's look at that. Face. I mean, I'm not really sold either. <laughs> you have to try them. I'm. You would I, have to try. I, I get that. I'm it's just not saying. A, it's not about. It's not about whether it's delicious or not. 
or whether it we've, tastes we've like meat or not. This. <laughs> it's just the food. Why do we right. need this right. when so we could just don't eat, kill the animals? We can just eat what it is. We don't have to mince carrots and farro and it's wheat. It's not carrots. And then use... And then use molecular gastronomy it's to like make the texture protein. a certain way. Like well, we can actually juice. just have whatever Vegetables, it's made out of. Yes, but I think for some people, <laughs> what the hell? Is that? <laughs> this type of thing is is necessary if they wish to. I, I mean, I that think for me, I can. If 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 my doctor tomorrow told me you can't eat meat anymore, okay. You're if fine. That, if I, you I'm fine. Options. I will. I've got. I know. I like plenty of veg, vegetarian options. Like so, I'll, I'll be good. And you, you don't have to fake me out. You don't have to package it in a right as a, as a as a burger or whatever. Burger or but carrot bacon or like, but it is not I, carrot bacon. It's carrot locks. But let's just say. But let's just say. Let's just say that was a. Let's just say that that news. If I I loved meat so much that that news was crippling to me. Bacon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do love meat so much. I you love meat so much. <laughs> Get That's some meat in said. you, girl. Meat. meat. <laughs> so, but but for example, say that that was a man in the Midwest who's eaten meat all his life, lo- eats himself a steak three days a week, and he just got a diagnosis saying you can't eat meat anymore, Thank or you'll you. fucking die. Season seven. He needs the Impossible Burger. Yes, he does. He needs that. To take That's a, a shit. To save his life, to, to not die, because okay. he say to not. I disagree. He doesn't need it. Ooh. He has a choice. So you can either give up the meat and maybe live a little longer, or keep eating the meat and die. Like my point being is that he can eat something that is reminiscent of meat for him, which is something that would be more important to him than say me. Uh, I whatever he uh, can, he can be Daenerys and wish <laughs> that he never knew, <laughs> right. <laughs> And have a Beyond or Impossible Burger, or he can be John and be like, "Okay, well, this that's is how we, it is." That's what we call a callback. Mm. <laughs> well, at the end of the day, <laughs> plant meat is a thing because Beyond Burgers IPO, yeah, it just yeah, fucking right. crushed it. Yeah. Yeah. So I am like so mad yeah. that I couldn't get in on that. We'll be right back. You are listening to Nerds in Luxury, recorded at Depth Charge Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. You can reach us at www.nerdsinluxury.com. Hashtag us LuxNerd on any and all social media. You can find us at Nerds in Luxury on Twitter. And if you have any emails, questions, concern, harassment, or general spam, don't do it. But you can email me at Veronica <laughs> at NerdsinLuxury.com. So last night, or yesterday, Maxine's day consisted of it ended with while we were watching Game of Thrones, she had discreetly stolen Veronica's inhaler, took oh, it yeah. into her cage, and bit a hole into it, which caused it to explode. Yeah, and shoot across and the shoot room. shoot across the room. And we're watching Game of Thrones like it. It was like a tense moment. And that <laughs> shit went off. And we were like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and so that happened. And th- th- Oh, this earlier is in the day. Is this is Maxine. Wow. So earlier in the day, while Veronica was at work, I had a podcast going on in the studio, but I wasn't working it. I was just supervising it. So I had gotten them together and was like, "I'm going to sit in the living room and watch TV." And I grabbed a package of unopened salami, a package of unopened cheese, and a box of triscuits. And I was going to make little 
finger sandwiches. <laughs> Enjoy my Head afternoon. Face. And as I put the stuff down, I get a text from the client who's like, oh, could uh, we need some help back here? Oh, no. Right. So yeah. I was like, oh, and I put it down. I was like, and I just ran over there. There's some knob I had to turn. You know what I'm saying? Something turned something on. Oh, okay. You're good. Okay. You're good. All right. Cool. Come back. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me get the dog some treats mm. since, you know. <laughs> so I walk over to the counter and I open treats. the, I open the, the, the two things, the, the, thing and i'm like who wants a treat and wellington comes running over as the good boy that he is <laughs> he gets his treat and i'm like maxine treat and i look across the from the kitchen and maxine's in her crate and she's just staring at me that's all i see is her eyes and she's in her crate staring at me and i'm like you ain't coming for this treat what's going on <laughs> so i give welly the treat i walk over and i put my head in the crate and she has taken the package of cheese unopened package has ripped it open and has eaten half of the fucking cheese out it was those you know those like package of 10 slices of cheese like it'll be cheddar uh, oh that all stick to each that other stick to together with the thing, thin slice. right and she had eaten half it like she just bit like it was a block and just had chewed away like oh maxine <laughs> oh. so i I lost it. I was so angry. And then I just locked her in and kept her in there for like two and a half hours. And she was so, she did not make a sound. And I just, I kept, I forgot she was, she knew she'd fucked up because there were just a couple times throughout the day where I would just look over. She'd just be there just staring at me. I'm really sorry. But not really. But not really. No, she's a cheese. She only... she only she could only choose one. <laughs> she only had one. She went I for the cheese. The cheese must have been more expensive. Right. <laughs> I got to make this count. What do you want? Cheese or salami? Cheese is maybe no, count. Y'all don't want a treat. I'm good. I'm fine in my cage. <laughs> that is a mm. Maxine. Maxine. That's like chewy. So trying to you know I got the new chairs, and at first I bought double sided tape, and that just. It just didn't work out the way I wanted to. Wait, anyway, double-sided tape to keep the to keep her from pawing because oh, they don't like yeah. they don't like the feel of that. So every now and again, I'll hear the that noise her claws make when they go <laughs> into something. And if you jump up and look, as soon as you look, she turns with that look yeah, and looks yeah, at yeah. you. She knows, <laughs> <laughs> bitch, stop. <laughs> yeah. The night before, Maxine was under the couch and clawed a big 10-inch hole in the fabric that runs at the bottom of our oh, two-year-old no. couches. Why, Maxine? Why? You know why. A, because she's... You know why. She's a bad girl. Yeah. She's pretty, but she's bad. Did we not just say earlier she's a white girl? She is a, the epitome of white womanhood. She is a misguided, young, dog. <laughs> Misguided. Just searching for her place who? in this world. Who? Her place is in this home where <laughs> Wait she gets. Wait a minute. She. It's her and Wellington, it's and her, Wellington doesn't do anything. anything. So who's guiding Sosa. her in the Sosa. wrong direction, please? Sosa. This dog has never gone hungry ever in her life since she has been. That she's never missed a meal. She will go in that kitchen. And when she's ready to eat, this bitch will start growling. I at love you. the way you say yeah. in her life, like you've had her since she was. Three months old. But, I mean, we've had her now, what? She's eight months old. Six months. We've yeah. had her like six months. So, what, 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 to what Veronica's saying, when I go to feed them, she gets 
in like they both come in, they see me getting the food ready, and she goes <laughs> to the corner by the food dish, curls up, and just starts growling at Wellington. Like, don't you like? I'm like, what the fuck? We've never she, starved the you. The hair stands up <laughs> like, on her back of her. So like, she's like, very food. Possessive. She had a hard life before y'all. She she had to she had to fight. You don't know. She must have had to fight. You for don't every know meal. what she went through for those oh, first three months. Oh my life! I've had to fight. <laughs> you told Hoppo to beat me. Like, what? <laughs> She's waiting for one of you to fall down some steps. <laughs> so I already did that. So that's how I feel. Give us the cassowary, cassowary treatment. <laughs> that, that's how I feel about Chewy. I feel like I'm gonna pass. Yeah, yeah, if I disappear. She'll eat my face. <laughs> I don't think Chewie's going to eat your face. No. Cats eat faces. That's what cats do. She's going to get hungry enough. Yeah. Really? And she's going to need something to eat. Yep. Two or three days. And the authority is going right. to look quite good laying over there. Right. Now's your he chance. He hasn't moved. Right. He hasn't get moved. His nose. He hasn't moved for a couple days. Ears. We'll start with his ears. Just if he doesn't nibble, do anything, we'll get to nibble, the nose. Nibble, 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 nibble. Oh. If you get to the brain, bring us a specimen. <laughs> like, can you imagine how long a person has to be yes. dead for for their pet oh, to be like not long for her pet to be like I'm now gonna eat you? Well, if I hear no it food. about cats all the time, I don't hear about dogs all the time. Oh uh, well, pigs, pigs definitely. Pigs do if it. you start pigs, they'll eat a human. Oh yeah, I, I mean yeah, pigs will eat anything. Horror movies. Mm-mm. Not just unsnatched. I mean, it's fine. I eat pigs, so. <laughs> so then they deserve to eat you, too. And then our bodies become the grass. Starbucks the has a very great <laughs> double, double smoked bacon <laughs> breakfast sandwich that I only treat myself to occasionally. Oh, the one at Starbucks? Yes. Oh, that shit used to be so Oh, my God. That's like my on occasion when I'm on time to work. I'll go and grab one of those. So Ooh, that nice shows you how rare. Damn, you miss me. I miss I mean, that particular um, sandwich. Meat girl, meat. Get some meat. Wait, 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 wait. Girl. <laughs> let's, let's be very clear. I don't not eat meat because I don't like how it tastes. I don't eat meat because I don't want to eat animals. They taste great, but I don't want to eat them anymore. Don't mute DC. (laughs) Right. Do not mute DC. (laughs) Everyone blast go go everywhere. All summer. Everywhere. All the time. All the fucking time. I I personally request Whip Wop Butterfly. Ooh. You can pick anyone that you like. (laughs) Pieces of me. (laughs) Pretty sure you can find any popular song Go Goed. Go Go. But that's the great thing about Go Go. Go. You can go go fi anything. Go gisted. Go. Go got. Go gotten. Go gotten. Go gotten. Go gotten. It's been go gotten. It's been go gotten. I love it. I I like that. So, the word of the day today is perquisite. Perquisite. P E R Q U I S I T E. Perquisite. And not to be confused with prerequisite. I was which just thinking the same thing. I would, if you I read them too fast, if you were just reading. That reminds me of prerequisite. Right. Right. 
perquisite. Uh, Babe, can you get her, right. please? Sorry. Noun. <laughs> and it means an incidental payment, benefit, privilege, or advantage over and above regular income, salary, or wages. It also means a gratuity or tip. Oh. And another meaning is <clears throat> something demanded or due as a particular privilege. Um, the word itself may seem a little weird to you, but if you think about it, it's actually the origin of the colloquial word perk. Oh. Okay. Perk. Oh. That was so fake. So fake. <laughs> <laughs> that was so um, fake. <laughs> yeah, so anything, okay. uh, the idea of a perk. Perks. <clears throat> or Perks a uh, privilege, so to speak. Huh. And I wanted to pivot that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to use it in a sentence. Mm-hmm. Correct? Please. Right. Pivot. Use it in a sentence, please. Pivot. Pivot. Hmm. <clears throat> Seeing people fight over unpopular and popular opinions and watch their lives crumble is a perquisite of being non- <laughs> nonpartisan on Twitter. <laughs> Perquisite. <laughs> Perquisite. <clears throat> Love it. Uh, so I actually wanted to not talk about white privilege, <clears throat> but I wanted to talk about black privilege. And I wanted everyone, well, I wanted everyone <clears throat> to come up with one thing you can think of that is a benefit of being black. Even if it's minor, even if it's like cultural or something small, not necessarily the uh, running the country type of thing, but like anything that you feel like is beneficial to being black. Uh, Perquisite. We are the pop culture tastemakers. And that is so cool to me. And it's in every category. Like we make everything cool. That is true. We were talking we make about everything cool. Like how how hip hop music is used to validate yeah, anyone. The legitimacy of things. But even now. like you de- no, y'all decide what is cool. We decide, and like, then everyone else falls, falls in line. Falls in fucking line. Yeah, like little Nas X much. with fucking uh that, That's the right. catchiest motherfucking fucking, song, that song of the year. Crank. You cannot get away that from it. That motherfucking thing cranking. I love it. me some motherfucking I try not to like it. I and I don't it. even own a horse. Right? <laughs> I'm allergic to horses. And I'm like, I need to get me on a horse. I got horses in the bag. in a train. It's fucking catchy. That's a good ass song. I hate that song. I fucking love that song. I hate it too. Eventually, the rhythm is going to get you. The rhythm is going to get you. But no, like, back to Is it a fast enough rhythm to really get you, though? No. It can in just a little, like, you're just sitting there. If you're doing nothing, and then all of a sudden, you're like... What does he say? Something about them boobies. <laughs> Rider, regular bass, and boobies. <laughs> but you no, said but boobies in a song, not boobies. 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 That's what made me love it because he was so unapologetically himself. And that's another part. Yeah, I appreciate that. I do appreciate of, of blackness is like, we're cool. We make shit cool. When we love ourselves, it's cool. You know, it's just like, it's not all fun and games all the time because we're black. That comes with a whole other set of issues. But just being, I would not, was I saying I wouldn't trade my blackness for anything on this earth? And I'd really, really, truly sit in that because I say shit to people all day that if I was anything else, 
would get me punched square in the face. So <laughs> there's kinda, that. I think I have to agree with that. Yeah. I agree as well. If I wasn't black and I said some of the shit I said, someone would <laughs> definitely punch well, me in the face. <laughs> as my husband and his white privilege. No, it's just funny. <laughs> like, I just imagine like you saying some shit and like the two white people in the back like, idea her struggle just let her go <laughs> she's having a moment we just just let her yeah which i've done often i think mine would be um the assumption the truth and the assumption that anything you cook will be good and well seasoned <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes you know we've all had somebody's potato salad that wasn't quite right raisins but if you as a black woman especially bring a dish people are gonna assume it's good <laughs> Yeah. You don't even have to <laughs> big it up or anything. You bring you bring a covered plate of anything to a function, and people are going <laughs> to assume that you knew. That. Unless <laughs> and there's a caveat, unless it's a function that is people who know you who have eaten yes, your food before, you and, and if they know before. you can't, because we have some people that we know that <laughs> fancy not. themselves, don't cooks, try those sweet potatoes, and then <laughs> right, and then they and every time they bring the dish to the function, it is like the one thing that no, it's like. Nah, we're good. Have you ever been to a function that had? predominantly non-black people yes. and have someone casually suggest that like fried chicken should have been made around you? Yes. I've never had this happen, no. I've had it happen to me several yeah. times. Suggest what? So being at like a potluck as one of the few or the only black person <clears throat> in the potluck and no one, no one made anything like fried or anything of that nature. Like no one made fried chicken, but someone like waits until they're around you to like suggest, oh, I wish someone had made fried chicken. And they yeah. casually look at you as yeah. if it was you should have been you. Yeah. I've had that happen a few times. Never had and that it was happen like that. The, was, that is some brazen fucking Somebody shit. Somebody should have made fried chicken. That's bra- but that's brazen. Seizure, <laughs> like, why the fuck didn't you make fried chicken? <sighs> My goodness. If I had known there would be a black guy here, I would have made sure there was fried chicken. I know they that's why I invited him. They like that. But I didn't I want just, to suggest it. I because... just assumed he'd bring the chicken. I just assumed he'd bring it. I thought chicken and Hennessy, he would bring that. That's what he would bring. I purposefully brought up a, chick, a, a conversation about my grandmother's fried chicken last week. Not just chicken to and influence him to bring fried chicken today. He said chicken and, and he Hennessy. Brought, and he brought neither chicken nor Hennessy. <laughs> Oh now God. someone has to go to the store to get chicken and Hennessy. <laughs> Cedro, where's the chicken? <laughs> if someone ever does that to you, please record. Yeah, please, like that's th- that. We might get send an Emmy or something. In. Whatever send, awards send they that, give out, send that in, and I'll send yeah. you a T-shirt and a tote. <laughs> uh, you heard it here first, folks. And, and a tote. T-shirt and, and a tote, and don't try to act it out. Like don't we'll, act that we'll shit out. Tell yo. it's not I, real. I have been in retail my whole life. Right. I know fake. You're shit. You're not going to act that shit out. That's just got to be real. Shit. You got to con- clandestinely record it. When it's happening, <laughs> matter. Yes, yes. I will okay. a t-shirt and a tote. Uh, Wise or Montego? Either one of you have a a black uh, 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 perquisite. I think our ability to <laughs> persevere and find things funny, <laughs> even when maybe they shouldn't be, <laughs> but we still find <laughs> the humor in them because. 
so much shit has happened to like as a whole our people so it's like yeah we we know it's real but we laugh at it anyway <laughs> we find some humor in that and i think that that's amazing some people can't do that does that count levity that, yeah that sure counts. okay sure levity i think that counts hmm. mr wise oh everyone's looking at the white guy for you married into this. I hope you have a very acceptable <laughs> well, answer. You know he does. There's several answers. The professor has ten in his head. <laughs> well, many. first of all, there are many. three million. <laughs> there are precisely black women are the most beautiful women on earth. Indeed. Facts. So there's that. Facts. Have I kissed enough ass? <laughs> nope. Keep going. <laughs> a little more, please, please. Um, we've talked about Veronica and I have talked about this. This is rare. Um. It's actually delightful when it does happen, but it's extremely rare. Um, it's the type of thing like diversity hires where every now and then, once in a blue moon, you happen to be so in a place where they actually need to hire a black person. And if it comes down between, you actually get it. Most of the time, it's the other way around. But there are companies now that have these policies. And every now and then, it's like, you know what? This might actually work out that you... Might be what they're looking for because they have to, they, they want an image that they are diverse and mm-hmm. they're trying to play that. And so it's like, yes, it's not a, it's not a great thing, but it doesn't happen all the time, but sometimes it does happen. Like the, the NFL has it, the Rooney rule. Yep. Where you, whenever they're looking for a new position in like the staff, the coaching right. You've staff. You've got to interview, team, right. You have to interview at least one minority. Yep. Yes. Right. Have right. to. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. They, and, and other sports have similar policies that aren't as, that's literally a law. Like they have to prove, they have to, every time they hire someone, they have to actually submit. We, hi, we interviewed these people. And hmm. so, you know. I mean, I, I've recently interviewed for two, I've inquired and interviewed for two new positions, both of which I've declined. But it was nice to be taken seriously for once because they are looking for <clears throat> diversity hires. Yeah. Right now and especially in my industry. Yeah, oh, especially, yeah. especially yeah. in your especially, industry. Especially, right. It's it's insane where it's just kind of like I right now I'm I'm liking where I'm at in my job and I'm liking where I I'm sitting as a person. So it's like that I find that to be a benefit to myself. But it's like people are like, No, we need black women who specialize in x and you're kind of like oh yeah. <laughs> really now bitch yeah, yeah, yeah. hey after what uh after what gucci did after what gucci <laughs> right black history so Month. let's do this black let's face do, yeah right but it's just kind of like it exactly black face turtleneck it did not i'm That's just gonna have i have to a know. confession it did not stop my black ass from going in there and picking up some slides i was like look it's summertime and i need some new slides and you know what let me just slide my little card across and get some slides because i need them but other than that you know we did walk by that window when they had taken all the um, no you're thinking of prada mm. Oh, all those little nasty little the things that they had. When they pulled all the dolls down. That's why he likes me, because I'm shady she like was that. Like, Let's walk down by Prada. Really. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't even tell me why. That's how I know. We have such I'd a good marriage. It's so trustful. And then I, as, I, as I walked in, I realized, I was like, I think I'd seen the story earlier that day. I'm like, oh, this 
because she's so cunt. <laughs> and we walked by it, and that fucking, she was like, look at the display window, look at the display window. <laughs> we, and, and it was empty. They'd pulled all the dolls out, or pulled all the, there was like a missing. Like every other one Every was other gone, one was missing. And a whole window was gone. Right. And I was just like. <laughs> and, we're, and it's just so funny, because the way she did it, like she's, she didn't want any of them to see her, so she's like. <laughs> as he as he describes me walking back with the side eye, you should have walked past it be like Y'all because yeah. I don't have fucking dolls in the window, bitch. No, because there's a there's a certain they know who she is. Yeah. Everybody oh, knows that, no where need. she works. They all they know, know where they know pro- Jeremy's is right, down yeah, the hall. Right. <laughs> they know who we can't compete with Jeremy. <laughs> They really can't compete with Jeremy. Can't compete with Jeremy's. It was clear when we it was clear there. when I took my niece in there. They can't. <laughs> they, they can't compete with Jeremy. Uh, we'll save it. We'll save it. But Mr. Cedro, hmm. I'm trying to think that of was one. Funny. Oh, <clears throat> absolution from racism. Ooh, <laughs> yes. Like yes. That's a good. Hold one. on. Can you say that again? Absolution from racism. It means that y'all can be racist and no one will say shit. But people do say shit. People people do. And I think there's a like there's definitely a group I mean like there's definitely people who realize that it's happening and can call it out when it happens, but it doesn't matter. Isn't there like just not matter? It's like (laughs) it's like the one it's like the the one legitimate perk. Right. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Because there's a hierarchy to that. Because it also it also has to do with a certain um also has to do with a certain socio economic class. Exactly. Because like rich black people can't do certain things. Nope. That but well, I mean, poor black people can't. <laughs> well, or vice versa. Below like a certain. A certain yeah. I mean, Facebook did their little purge where they banned a whole bunch of fucking white supremacists and they had to include Farrakhan in there just yeah. to make, just to show everyone look we're doing it to everybody this is across the board it's not just it's not just uh we all knew what's his name about. Alex Jones <clears throat> we're we getting all new wife we we'll get all one of the ones you Farrakhan. don't like too um, by the way, happy Ramadan to our most yes friends. happy Ramadan it's Ramadan Kareem so happy Ramadan I hope. Your iftar, whatever you're doing this evening to break the fast is wonderful because I'm high as fuck. It's so it's, it actually <laughs> year, years ago. Years ago, I dated a Muslim woman and and I fasted with her one summer, and I mean one summer for <laughs> and just out of solidarity. And it was like it was Ramadan was in like July, so Ooh, <laughs> it was like rough. it was terrible because it was like you'd wake up at nine in the morning, the sun was out. And the sun was out till nine at night. You were not eating for. It's easier hours. in the fall and wintertime. No, yeah, and I was like, nope, I can't do this. Nope. <laughs> Get some meat in you, girl. girl. Right. Yeah. Meat. <laughs> well, a buddy of mine just did a, like a twenty-four hour fast, and I was like, nope, Mm-mm. nope, no, no. Mm-mm. But you feel so good. Nope. No. nope. Do you? <laughs> is that <laughs> is that how that works? Yeah. I, I weighed three pounds less. I'm like, you mean your water weight went out the window? Like you lost three pounds of so, water weight? Oh, I'm really impressed. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not. So your back decided to eat your stomach and you dehydrated. Right. Um, oh. And that felt great. Right. No, thank you. you I think your, we have a very... your immune system rejuvenates 100% each time you do it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No. Um, 
<laughs> There's no sign. Shenanigans. The faces in the room right now, everyone's no. just so like, no, fuck this I'm shit. Calling sh- I'm That's calling sh- everyone in this room is like, not I'm calling bullshit. When I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah like... like it's, I mean, eat. It's like I'm a little too American to not yes, adjust your diet. Absolutely. Adjust your diet. Why do you have to just stop eating food for 24 right? hours? Just fucking adjust your diet. Eat better things if if it's a concern. I will and do say some exercise. And right, I will say I'm I'm pretty proud. Half my staff has either cut back on like certain things like vices that they had, or they've gone vegetarian, and they're all pretty young, so they're all like very like healthy have, about it. Have any of them quit drinking? <laughs> so there's well, that. I of one. I was like, uh. I I love you, Jeremy's y'all. All y'all motherfuckers drink. Y'all, y'all motherfuckers be drinking. Well, there's there's champagne drink. on site. There's no nobody has any like uh, um is a, a weary of getting of drink having a few drinks in front of their coworkers. Nope. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> up there proudly has. <laughs> We've been drinking. Right, we've been drinking. They do that at my job too. Yeah, like yeah, it's a very cultural. The white people like, yeah, they like to fuck get, but But they like, and they don't mind getting fucked up around each other. And they want you to get fucked up with. Have a shot. Have a shot of this. And they're like, with me. No, you have to have a shot. (laughs) I'm not realizing like it's a minimum two. Asian cultures, I think, like the Korean and the Japanese, like getting wasted in front of your coworkers is nothing. Right. That's that's fucking like water. Par for the course. Well, I do the expenses for some of these people at our workplace. Yeah. And the bill can be like a thousand dollars. Five hundred of that shit is wine. Right. Wine. Fuck. We've had nights out like that at Jeremy's. Like we've had nights yeah. out where it's just like we're just ordering bottle and their people are like their mood with us because we're so obnoxious when we go out. Their mood with us immediately changes because they see like we're oh, buying bottles money. of shit. Like we're buying like nice. You can be obnoxious shit. if you're spending money. If you're money. spending money. And Indeed. so, like, Indeed. the big bosses in there, like, buy another round. And the we're more like, money you spend, the more obnoxious yeah, you can and we be. We get in there and we get fucking rowdy. But I'm with the big boss now. If it was me I'm and my black ass by myself, I'm sorry. <laughs> two two drink minimum, and I'm ready <laughs> to go. If dinner is involved, that's one thing. Right, just, we're out. Let's have two drink minimum right. on them. And then, and I'm, then out. I'm gone. Like, I don't drink I with don't coworkers. Even, I'm, I'm not even. <laughs> my coworkers don't invite me out with them, so I just kind of let that slide. Where I'm I like, I'm just gonna I, go. I don't home. drink on the job. <laughs> Happy hour. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I got hammered when the baseball season ended last But that year. makes sense. Like I'll, like big celebrations, like the end of fucking holiday season. But, the end but of the, also, like, that, makes sense, that but, was the end of the season. So like yeah. we all got fucking hammered. It was the last day. And then I didn't see most of those people again for like five months <laughs> until the next, until the baseball season. Started. I mean, it's one thing when Other you know that, that you, you have to go in the office the next morning. Yeah, and, and everybody's you have to see these and everyone's like it's like in the various stages of hangover you yeah yeah let's go just it, it, <laughs> right, right right forget about what Ooh, I did last right. what a That's great funny. what a great episode so so you and Pam in the corner huh <laughs> right it's, it's, how's that work out for you did, uh, <laughs> why is you've never seen a Gretzko have you where she like has a meltdown on her boss and like basically does this like hip-hop karaoke dragging hip-hop him. is it hip-hop isn't did, it wait well, did metal? one of them rap and one of them this the bitch pit? is like a panda bear 
And she does death metal to uh, right the death metal karaoke chick. Yes, yes I watched that shit. Get, That's a, what show was that? Aggressive. Yeah, I enjoyed that show. I thought the premise That's was hilarious. The name of that I forgot. She about does that, that yeah. to get to relieve herself of. Well, the her boss is a fucking raging dick, and that shit is hilarious. She, yeah, yeah. she went off on him, like, right? Legitimately, yeah. but everyone was so drunk that no, no one, one remembers. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like, yes. She, yeah. I did like Shitty it. Yes. Boss. Is Shitty that show boss. is that show still Yeah, on? it's on. New, it's, new episodes? No, no. On? They had a Christmas episode and that's the I, season two is coming. I appreciate how Netflix has been rolling out these new shows where it's like you can binge watch it, but we're not gonna rush to make a second season. Like we're gonna take our time. I appreciate it. Because they have so much I don't content. Know how I feel they about God, they, they have do. so much they have so. I'm so glad. I, don't know how I, I spend more time that. trying to figure out what the fuck to watch on Netflix than actually watching shit. I, I've literally defaulted to being like, you may oh. like this because I've watched so much stuff. Oh. Like when you have a nice hot plate of food and you're ready to sit down and eat and watch television, you're like, okay, well, what am I going to watch on Netflix? By the, time you, by the time I figure it out, my food is cold and I have to go reheat it again. And then by the time I get back, I'm not, I don't know if I want to watch Friends from College or if I want to watch this. I I think their their commitment. I like watching wow. a lot of stand up comedy, and they are f- they're pushing through a lot of stand up yeah. shows, and so I appreciate that because like there's always something new on there to watch. Like every maybe one weeks. day we'll be on Netflix. Let's speak it into existence. Maybe we mm. will. Maybe we will. You remember when Netflix first came out and Blockbuster and all the movie theater Freaked movie out. companies were like, "No, we're going to not release this to Netflix until yeah. this time and this time and this and time, and it's only going to be at Blockbuster." But you know that what? Was a good plan on their part, right? <laughs> when 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 DVDs came through the mail, right? Yep. I don't even do DVDs on Netflix anymore. They don't. Why would you? No, I don't. Personally. Uh, Wait, they, don't. Still, they still they still do, they still do, do DVDs. So they there's still like do some it. people out in like Nebraska who are still renting DVDs. <laughs> we still get shout out to Nebraska. There's a whole generation of people months. whose lives were changed by that. Yeah, and that's as far forward right. in the future they want to go so they're yeah. going to stick they're going to stay doing that two days this shit was like two days i have a buddy who bought who is such a movie buff he bought every single movie you could think of on vhs when it was when it came out right <laughs> and then and then was still such a movie buff that he sold his vhs collection replaced the entire collection with dvds mm. now then he started doing Blu-rays and started replacing everything with the fucking Blu-rays. Yikes. And now you can watch all those movies <laughs> on your fucking TV. All you gotta do is type it in the search fucking box. Yeah. <clears throat> so anywho. Well, we got down the... the we fell down. But that's what this segment... Hold. That's what normally happens in this segment. This is why I love Cedro. It's endearing to this segment. Because it just... It just it, it becomes something else. Yeah. yeah. And who doesn't want that? Right. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So I think that's a that's about it. I mean, you said you touched on music. Yeah. Veronica. And I feel like... Culture. Period. Culture. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many times white children approached me when I was younger and uh, would just assume that yeah. I knew how to dance. <laughs> oh, it still happens to me and, now. I mean, they were true. Yeah. But st- like to just assume... Like I was in a acapella group and we were going over the arrangement to a song that I had actually contributed to, and I it was suggested or asked if I wanted to do if I wanted to beatbox. <laughs> 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 
not expecting that. I was not expecting that. Isn't that a... Yes, Montego. That's a trait that you all share, is it not? (laughs) Yes, Montego. (laughs) Haven't I shared that story as well at work when the Asian girl asked me if I was going to rap and I told her (laughs) no? Wait, wait. We were... were, Remember remember that? that. I've tried to forget, but now... Huh? No, oh. this was another Coger. This is <laughs> this is this is a f- same department, same area. A few years ago I in can't. Chicago, I and can't. they broke us into groups. Yes. And since he bought that I up, remember that they were like that was and that, that was, was like your first time. That there. was like my first time there, mm-hmm. and it was I was the o- I was the only black guy. It was wow. like th- you black people, three Asian rap, girls. Two white girls, like a white guy. I don't know, but I was the only black. You were guy. outnumbered. So when they split them up in the groups, it was about the music. And I said, "Well, I think I could do that kind of spoken wordish." She said, "You're gonna rap?" No, bitch. I just said, I said spoken, spoken word. word. What the not? fuck? Don't you understand? White people listening, those are the types of triggers. Those are the types of things that piss us the fuck off. When you guys do shit like that, that I, yeah, that's the type of shit right there. You're going to rap? No, bitch. I just told you what I was going to do. Did you see the BET Awards last night? No. I wish people asked me stuff like that because I would live... live to defy their expectations and I would do it on purpose even if I had watched the fucking BET Awards, which I never do. But the problem is, is that when people say things like that, it usually catches you so off guard that you don't have a like, ready-made response for that shit. So you end up, it just ends up The just, default response is, I don't know what you're talking about. There ends up being No, this, you don't. It's like, it's like, it's, it's, the office built an entire franchise on basically awkward moments like that indeed and you watch the office and you're like that would never happen but it, no it doesn't happen with the frequency that it happens but, but it those happens. things those weird fucking exchanges fucking happen they no, they don't happen five they times happen. an episode but they happen he's witnessed it because poor michael scott was just yeah. always putting his foot in his mouth right with that shit. like no you would never say that in the workplace and then you're no like no one would yes. ever say that and no then you're like yes shit. yes someone did shit. say that someone shit. no when he was rapping he was like come on stanley and stanley's right. looking right. at him like right. what the fuck <laughs> the fuck right the big boss calls me and stanley. that's basically what this was <laughs> that he just shared yeah. was that stanley shit <laughs> I that's love the, Stanley. Did I stutter? You actually had the exact yeah. same look on your face, Montego, as Stanley. I love yeah. Stanley. Often does. <laughs> Leave me alone, damn it. Because I... I <laughs> Mr. Wise is correct. When she said it, it was like... The word you like, said was I, before was the it was, word. It was bitch. almost it was it was almost like being Thanos na- at then and snapping and rewinding t- because did you really just? It's like if you were a computer, the little spinning dial comes up on the on the screen. At what for a point second. did you get rap from anything that I said? Well, it's just like that time you said that a a, a certain coworker of ours, who's no longer our coworker, at the holiday party thing. You said I wasn't there that day, but you were like they were talking about what music to play, and she you said she specifically looked at you and was like, "Well, not any rap music." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Like, what the fuck? Yes. 
And anybody, I wish I had been there. And anybody who knows me, <laughs> especially during, especially during that time, right? Rap music. Right. You don't where? listen to fucking where? When? Right. Well, that was just like. Well, I mean, since we're doing this, that was just like sitting in the car, and the other coworker says, "I'm more comfortable on the basketball court and listening to hip hop." That what? Why? What does hip hop have to do with it? Because all you niggers listen. That's, that's what y'all do, right? The hippity hop. Hip hop. That's what? That's right. That's the worst. Like that's the other side of the the perquisite. It's like when <laughs> the when they assume when they assume the so hard the, assume that they much. completely miss mm-hmm. that you're like a human being that's not a stereotype or a caricature. Mm-hmm. So, like, the conversations they decide to start about things they think black people are interested in are always the ones that are interesting and to me. please understand, like... Did you catch the game last night? No. <laughs> right. I know you're a, I know you're a Skins oh, you're fan. Into it. These, oh. are, these are things no. that really actually happen to us. <laughs> like, as human beings and as people, like, this really does happen. And it's not fucking cool. Just, like... Yo 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 in my email. What the fuck? Like, yeah. at what point have I ever? Yo yo yo. Have anyone? I ever yo yo yoed you? <laughs> you come in a room saying yo yo yo. I'm going to call the authorities. I'm going to think you're a <laughs> scroll. <laughs> and R- points for that one. Points for that one. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> white people do it to other white people too. They, they do it to do. everyone. They do it to me. They, you're right. They absolutely. They'll push it where, so. you, well, well, they absolutely they do, do it. They push it the other way. They want to see how fucking racist you are, oh, and if okay. you'll go along with their little rain, gotcha. your little white people reindeer games, and it's like then white they finally p- push a fucking you know a little too far, and you're like, dude, you do realize I'm married to a black woman. Half my family is black. It's also like, part of you the- can't talk. Like that around. Me. You it's know also how part of those Asians thing. are, don't you, yeah. Mister? <laughs> it's also part of the validation thing, right? Like, like the appropriation makes them more interesting, more exotic, cooler. So they'll take things and use them with each other to see, like, yep. to try and seem cooler or raise their own status. So sometimes they'll yo 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 each other because mm-hmm. to them that yes. legitimizes okay. Okay. the fact that oh, I know something that you don't, or I'm cool with whatever usually it's black culture related stuff that's like, how that's how the slang terms for example that start in the black community end up being now every every white like person says diss i remember when so, diss or the dissing someone the was enti- just something you heard or the entire now, right the entire industry of rock and roll right like jazz it's just appropriation like so, at white people yeah. to be cool right. in talking to a coworker today they in some ways confirm that the word yo has now replaced simply saying yes. What? What? That shit ain't true. In what they language? So if I were to ask you, Montego, do you want my soda? You would reply, yo. yo. That's, that's not how said. it's used. No. That's, so how, that's against the rules of wrong. AAVE. Those are totally against the rules of AAVE. There are actual fucking rules well, of AAVE. Well, that's what I heard her say. So well, I tell her she's wrong. I don't know. I, I, we don't speak that again, way. Again, why are you using lady. that? At, why are you doing that at work? Why is this a fun pastime? Why it's, is this something like entertaining to because do? Because we lack. So it's 
it's replacing. You said it's replacing. Yes. Yeah. It's not. No, it's not. That's that's against the rules. No, it's not. Fetch is just not going to happen. Gretchen Weenie. I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't know that it's specifically in the manner in which Sosa put it. Right. But that yo is becoming or, more of the affirmative. Or, I guess kind of in the same manner as the whole true thing now, which I still don't understand when you ask a person a question or you talk and they're like, and they reply true. true. And I'm like, true what? I didn't like, especially when it's a question, because right. like, what do we, because the, like, true. of course, Unless I asked you true or false. You should not reply true. Like you guys, you guys would be shocked at how many you guys times understand I hear the, true way, in a day. the way that, the way that I think it's like, if you say that, if I ask you a question and you're like, true, it's a question. It's neither true. Like it can, have valid premises or like I start getting super technical about it. Like, what are you talking? It wasn't a what rhetorical we, question. What do we do? True. True. I think <laughs> when I start hearing white people do that, I'll be scared. They mm-hmm. already say bye Felicia. Which was from, me. which was circa 1990 something. You know who repopularized Friday. you know, but you know who repopularized this? Keith who Oberman this? repopularized it. Keith who? Oberman with Keith Oberman. He popularized it with white people. He started doing it to in his political tweets and stuff. Anytime someone would say something stupid, he would fucking uh-huh. and be like, "Bye, Felicia," and uh, that shit. Because when became, I first heard it, I was like, "No, what the fuck are we saying this shit for?" This was twenty years ago. Huh. Nobody says "Bye, Felicia" anymore. Now it everybody was, fucking says "Bye, Felicia." Now. All right, well, we'll be right back. Watch me, watch me, watch me do this. You see me dancing like I'm Elvis. Just tell your man that it's all in the pelvis. Watch me. Watch me, watch me, do this. Since 2012, I've been the coolest. If you do not get it, my nigga, you foolish. Nipples. So, while we were talking about privilege, I'm going to ask Mr. Wise to roll that footage. They're in part of D.C., so they have to work within D.C. If they don't want to be within D.C., then move the campus. I think we need to work together. And I don't think it should be a he or he or there here. It's our community, and that's how it should be. <laughs> so, so we have to provide the context to what the, that was. The context was that Howard University students were downright tired of the gentrified neighbors walking through their campus with their dogs, treating it like it was a dog park. So. They petitioned and complained about it, and the president has put out a letter to the community stating that, I mean, basically, we've been here for 150 years and never had an issue. It's not really our problem that the neighborhood around us is changing. This is our school. It's a private institution. Please respect that. There are plenty of other places that you can go and walk your dogs and do that. Plenty in that neighborhood, especially. So that was a gentleman that the uh, Fox 5 was interviewing. And that's what he said. (laughs) If the school doesn't like it, they should move their campus. How the fuck do you really think that works? Like, like what what was the word again? Perquisite. Perquisite. Um, I think the problem here... All they have to do, as you said, it's a private institution. All they would have to do, all that person should consider is, okay, so imagine that you were walking, that it was, instead of it being a college, that it was the IBM headquarters 
and you were walking your dog into IBM headquarters and taking a shit on the lawn in IBM headquarters because that's what you're doing. Well, it's a little more than that as well because right. it's not even because just, of the right because some of the some of the pushback from some people was and you could tell that the pushback was coming from dog lovers and PETA right apprentices or something. Um, apprentices, <laughs> but, <laughs> PETA in training. But the issue was well. What's wrong with them just walking their dogs across campus? Like if they're walking across campus to get somewhere else, that wasn't the issue. That's the not students the, were com- right. the students were complaining that they were treating it like a dog park. And I don't know about right. dog parks anyone else has ever been to or seen or taken a dog to, but dogs are running around without leashes. Without leashes on, dogs yeah. are shitting places. Right. They're playing with other dogs. They're running up to other people. And these are students. Like, right. These are students on a private campus. And that and is also, as someone who spent many, many nights and days on that campus in my teens and 20s, <laughs> uh, that's the yard. And that shit has significance. And, and they, any, t- they any, talk about that. Right. And, and any, any college, ha- a lot of colleges have that space mm-hmm. in the center of campus. And it usually is a very important space no matter what college it is. is. But it has much more even, it has even greater historical significance because of what Howard University is. I mean, that would be like somebody telling them to move Georgetown University. Right. right. And they right. would never do that shit. They would never say that. They would right. never suggest This isn't, a, this isn't a problem at Georgetown. It would never be brought up. So and I'm sorry I'm 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 thinking about the the geographic location of Howard University. What the fuck would you be walking across Howard's campus to uh, get they, to? That's right, what, right. First of it's all, it's not like it's in the middle of the city. No. And you got to cross because it's a yeah, shortcut. There's nothing for you to get to on the other side. The no. first time I went to the yard was last November, and you know how I got to the yard because someone else who's a Howard alum took me. I would have never fucking found the yard. I don't know how to get there myself. I would have never. I mean, found it's the up yard. on a fucking mountain. Like the top of the campus, you have to walk up right. the as you episode think, right. three. <laughs> right, you were talking about, <laughs> about having to walk up, up that uh, fucking uh, hill. Actually, that was yes. episode one. Episode one, you were talking about walking up that hill, and yeah. that's just where it that shit is. is on the top of. It's not like oh, anywhere. Okay, okay, that's okay. like three hundred four yeah. feet of it's elevation. It's not like it's some like, common area in the middle common. of things that you could. Oh, there's a Starbucks on the other side no. of it. And I, there's nothing, nothing to like fuck that. up there that you need to walk across that campus for. Not at all, unless you're being a. And dick. there's other parks too. That's or the other thing. Looking for dick. Because because the because because the other side of that <laughs> is that the guy who is recorded in the clip is I, I would assume an openly gay male who has very sexual pictures or did of himself online. Oh. And so the problem was was when this, this thing when this thing when this thing got released <laughs> And the clip of him having his little say in the news segment got put out. You know, usually those people give their names. I don't know if it's like required or if these people just want to. You no, know, you have don't have to give your name up. to the news. So yeah, so his name was up there, and people, well, <clears throat> black Twitter, um, <laughs> oh boy, gay black I. Twitter. People. Oh, this is all new to DC me. DC Twitter. Twitter. I didn't know DC about. Twitter as yes. well. They found him instantaneously. In and, and immediately him. started screenshotting like pictures of his yep. Instagram and just like put mm. all of his business out yep. there mm. to the point where I, I he's either privatized his account or he's deleted it. 
Um, but some of the stuff that he's the, some of the stuff that he was saying is just completely ridiculous, and it's not lost on anyone that a white person is now trying to lay claim to territory and be like, "It's our community," move. and if they can't deal with it, then they should move just move the campus. That's well, not then lost I should see his fucking us. ass down there bopping to some fucking go go. Exactly. Yeah, and At so the cell phone, oh, and so this in, is our community. In, in, the, our accom- community in the accompanying in the accompanying article for the video. The it had said that the guy admitted, um, the the white guy on the the clip, he admitted that he passes frequently through the campus. And so when his business came out about his sexuality, a bunch of people were saying, "Well, he was walking through the campus on Grinder, or like he was <laughs> searching for something, Black or Bucks, like yeah. because a lot of people were bringing up the points that you guys were bringing up, like." what point do you really have to walk through campus? Right. Yeah. And even if you can't walk through the campus, it's not like you have to go like a mile out of your way. No. To walk you can walk something. down Georgia Avenue and if go he was right being past a sexual predator. you went on Georgia uh, Avenue. Not sexual predator. And I'm not going to cast a spur. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that definitely came up as like speculation because of... It was a hypothesis that was floated. I, I, sure. I just, like I'm I, saying, I I've lived in D.C. for the last 16 years. Again never went to the yard until last November. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like a place, it's not a destination unless you are a Howard University student, alumna, or or a friend of an alumna, or you're going up There are events on Howard University. There are events on Howard, but there's a reason to be at Howard. It's a reason. It's not like, oh, let me just purposefully walk through this Shaw, Petworth-esque, Bloomingdale neighborhood. (laughs) Like... You know, the, the names that didn't exist when I moved here was all just Howard or Petworth. So because of the gentrification in, in the article, it said there was a similar controversy erupted several blocks away when a resident of an upscale apartment complex complained about loud go-go music, a staple of D.C. culture, spilling from a Metro PCS storefront. The music was briefly silenced, but after backlash and demonstrations, the CEO of T-Mobile, John Laguerre, tweeted that the music should not stop in D.C. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, there's one thing I'd like to say as someone who has gentrified a couple neighborhoods himself. Um, <laughs> um, I don't, the thing about some of these stories and I'm proudly friends with a lot of people who are out there uh, who went to that, um, who shut that shit down, like, and, and had the demonstration and everything. And I thought it was fantastic. Um, I don't think, One of the things that this does, that these type of stories do, is it tends to oversimplify gentrification. Gentrification doesn't happen just because there's a few white people who want to who are move into a black neighborhood. Gentrification happens because of developers and government not doing its job to protect the existing citizens and take make considerations and concessions for the cultural and uh, you know historical citizens of the area. That's why gentrification happens. Generally speaking, I think everyone could agree that people, a diverse neighborhood is a good thing. Having people, having a lot of these white people don't think twice about moving in into a black neighborhood and living amongst black people. They, they don't have any problem with black people. This, this wasn't always the case. It's not, it, the, it's what causes that to happen and what does not, you know, what the failures at the top that are the real issue white people do this amongst each other if you've ever been in a 
homeowners association with a bunch of fucking white people. Okay, like white people invented homeowners associations. They bitch at each other about everything, no matter what neighborhood. So they are just, this is just who they are a lot of times. This is just what they do when they live somewhere. They do it and they need to be, they need to be under, it needs to be made understood to them that um, this is the way it was before you were here. And if you don't like it, you should have never came here. Simple I think as that. A lot of, I think for this area in particular, like I can see in other parts of this country where gentrification can just easily flourish and flow right. and just roll over everyone. Black people, I, I don't think for, for anyone white who doesn't understand, D.C. is chocolate city for a reason. The culture of black people in this city is hundreds of years old, as, as old as this country is. And while a lot of neighborhoods like um, Capitol Hill have been pretty much overrun oh, yeah, sure. at this point, save Potomac Gardens, which I still think is holding on by mm-hmm. a thread. <laughs> it is. It still smells like weed. <laughs> it smells like you weed. You know, the difference between going across the street and going right. to Harris Teeter and being over yeah. Potomac Gardens is yeah. crazy. But there are a lot of black people with a lot of money here. Mm-hmm. It's going to take more than you just right. moving in, mm-hmm. right. running your weight around. No, right. We we don't do that here. It's a little bit different. You're gonna have to push extra hard. It'll be interesting to see if they try to gentrify uh, Prince George's County in that same way. They are. They're trying. Well, I mean, you know, some of the uh, some the those a lot of the buildings were owned by black people, mm-hmm. and they had to sell those buildings, and a lot of them sold it for a decent price mm-hmm. and made out pretty well. And so, you know, yeah, kudos to them. That's the the American dream. You know what I'm saying? Is Owning something, selling it at a premium, retiring, I'm sure a lot of, uh, but again, concessions need to be made for the cultural significance of what it is you're moving into. And the government fails at this all the time because the government is bought and paid for, as we all know, by the corporations. Who are the corporations? They're the people, the developers, they're the people who own all the stuff. If they want something to to happen, if they're going to put up a new building, oh my God, it's going to create jobs and it's going to do. They sell it to us that way, and that's and it never they happens. get a tax break. They get a tax break for building the building in there. Oh, we promise, if ten percent of the apartments in there will be rent controlled, and they never are. and then those yeah, then those people push, never move and then back. They push lobbying groups. Berry right. Farm is gone. Laws y'all. to give them right. more tax breaks. Berry Farm. Berry Farm is, is weird. I ride my bicycle through there sometimes to get up. To, and it's just wild knowing what that was and riding past it now. And it is a fucking ghost town. It is completely empty. All the people are gone. Everybody's, Everybody's gone. There's a few cars like scattered around, but like it's 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 empty. Like windows are open. So when are they tearing you know, like, it down? Yeah. No. Oh, they're tearing it down, and they're talking about oh, they're going to keep whatever percentage. They're going to build. Amount. Yeah, they're going to. But I'm like, by the time you guys reopen, these people will have have yeah, they resettle someplace wherever else. Wherever they this are. It's going to take not, three years to yeah, do this Yeah, they're shit. not going to come back into D.C. Right. So, like, don't tell this you lie. You really get right. Of, oh, if you, you know, had to move back. to PG County and shit after that happened, restructure your are you life, really going to restructure your life again three years later just because they come opened back to up Barry Farms? Just to come a mile down the road? Right. No. 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 To Barry Farms is not really Barry Farms. Yeah. And so it won't It's Lawrence Farms. Yeah. No, they're going to do something cool with it. They're going to call it, like, they're going to call it, like, Obama Farm or something stupid like that. But. Well, Berry Farms was what? Mary and Berry, right? Berry Farms. And so it should that. be Bowser Farms. so Mario apropos <laughs> because... <laughs> Bowser Farms. Because he... Yeah. Anyway. I mean, whatever. <laughs> so 
six black people walk into an office party. Hmm. It's not a joke. It's reality. <laughs> it's not a joke. It actually happened. It really did. I and, was witness to it. You know, witness, weren't you one of the six? She was one of the oh, six. Oh, so there you go. At one point, she says to me, all the black people are standing together. We need to disperse. <laughs> <laughs> Our numbers will be... I never said we'll be that. able to. Yeah, actually, you did. I never said that. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Oh my God! Yes, I did you not. did. As you shipped, as you sipped your champagne, she said it, and I was like, "No, we should, we should all stay together." And you were like, "You're right." Hmm. So recent work event, <clears throat> friends and family. It was, it was a lot. It was like three nights of just smiling and being happy and ensuring that things like donuts actually had holes in them. Because when you order a donut, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to have a hole if you don't request it. Long story. (laughs) What? Yeah. So, <laughs> no, 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 you you can't just gloss over. There that. is no off. <laughs> so you can't just gloss over that. We ordered thirty whole donuts. Hold on, she ordered thirty jelly. She donuts. ordered fifteen dozen. No, she actually ordered thirty dozen donuts. Thirty dozen donuts. Thirty dozen donuts because they were building a donut wall. A donut wall. Okay. okay. I don't okay. want to hear this a story wall anymore. Of donuts. And it, it was it was it was directed not necessarily by me, but someone else that we should use the caterer because they can do that. So in ordering the donuts, we Friday morning came and when they show up, they show up with these platters of they were donuts, but it was like the whole donut. Like so a like, jelly donut without the jelly? Yeah, Could have been, or whatever. So no, that's not a donut. So, no, that's not so, a donut. Well, at 7-Eleven, that is considered a donut. 7-Eleven lied. And they sell donuts. That doesn't mean they know what they're talking about. Well, it maybe it was filled with something. I didn't eat it. Because I ended up having to go and get... Real donuts. Replacement donuts. Replacement donuts. (laughs) The new album. So just never assume that when you're ordering donuts, they will be. (laughs) Even Wellington is confused. Look at his face. More you know. That's a great. Wellington isn't even buying replacement donuts. donuts. (laughs) Next on the stage, give it up for (laughs) replacement donuts. So anyway, six people walk into an office party, and it was it was a. It was about 120 people invited, and I'd say about 60, 60, 70 of them showed up, and six of them were black. And so it was all you. Only and the people you invited. Only the people that I invited. Oh, I could have made seven. You oh. could have, but you wouldn't. It would have been fun if I had been able to go and been like it the one. Have. I was kind of sad because I, I thought I about how great that would have been. It would have been grand to work. I, mean, yeah. I wanted to go, though. I had fun trolling. Because I even remember that I texted her. I'm like, are you going to Montego's thing? And she was like, already there. <laughs> <laughs> and I must say that I was actually extremely proud of my people being on time like they weren't <laughs> they weren't the last ones to roll in because at because in five years time when have you ever really heard me be like oh we're doing something you got to come out never right work I, related never never yeah so like 
And I kind of felt this way about this, but then I was like, this is kind of a big deal. So I gotta, I have to invite them and I really hope they come because if they don't, I'm gonna have to do that thing where I'm explaining why. And I've already explained to them once as a group that I'm 41 years old. And if I don't want to do something, I'm not. So please stop asking me. Like, why won't you eat the cupcake? Because I don't fucking eat cupcakes. Because Jenny that touched people them. have touched it. And broken she in half. them all. She used them as bricks and now you want me to eat them? This is not okay. Oh, bad touch. Uh. <laughs> what is with this bad touch i love it so i mean thankfully they all came but yes it was only the people that i invited and this is the type of shit at work that frustrates me because then i always have to explain why are you are you okay please stop asking me that i'm fucking fine like Am I flipping tables and <laughs> yelling obscenity? Like, I'm not. So, just, Oh, my God. He's standing there with no expression. Okay. Is he okay? Go check and see if the you black know? guy's okay. Whose turn is it to go check? And it's like working for organization that's within an organization. And the, the, the overall organization talks about hiring the best and the brightest. And it's like of all these fucking people in the 10 years that I've worked there that I've come in contact with, there are no people of color. And make no mistake, it's not about just black people but just there is no right. fucking diversity like as they were showing the videos which <laughs> the video was quite funny and i must say for my minimal screen time i was the star of that one yes you absolutely, yeah. were. You absolutely were um it was it was noted by the people that i was there with like oh my gosh are you the only black person oh my gosh why is it that in all the pictures you're in you're either in the back well i am tall so growing up right. tall you're always told you gotta get in the back you're in the back off to the side or in the background well <laughs> you know because that's kind of what i do or i don't want to be in it and the couple weeks leading up to it have been extremely busy and everybody has definitely put in a lot of work and, and, and did what they needed to do. But it's the little things like, and like photoshopping your face pic over Beyonce's in one of her shots because you feel fabulous. Like it is, it's so annoying to me. Huh. And it's like, again, do you, you do realize I'm black, right? Like I, I am black. <laughs> I, and I don't hide it, and I, I will have to stop apologizing for bringing things up like about diversity because I do find myself saying, you know, I'm not trying to be that guy, but the reality is I am trying to be that guy because nobody else seems to be saying anything right, about it. Right. And it does matter to me. It, it matters a lot. And not just being a black man, but being an introvert in this world that I have to live in, like Friday. <laughs> at 3 p.m. They were like, team picture. Guess what? I had had the photographer take pictures of me prior to so that he could Photoshop me in. <laughs> I mean... That's the most 
most Montego thing I've ever heard in my life. I love it. Is that an option? It, Is yes. that an option? Let's I will take that. Right. I'll take that right now. Ding, ding. I can go home. Goodbye. Because I was call <laughs> it what you want. You took the vegan option. I took the vegan option. <laughs> Car- carrots and collards yeah. on taco shows, but I mean, like, I was, I was, I was done. Like, I am around basically white people Monday through Friday, ten to twelve hours a day. You said basic white people, basically. Oh, some around. of the some of them are basic. Some of them more complicated. <laughs> And I, I do genuinely like some of them, like actually like them, like we've hung out, we talk, like I like them, but the overall being in that, that amongst that group, you know, you don't fit in, you know, you don't belong no matter what you do, no matter how much most people smile in your face. Oh, thank you for what you do. Like you take it for granted. You like I'm I, I realize you could tell me all day long I'm important, but I know I'm not. If I were to walk out here tomorrow, like that role would be filled, somebody else would be standing there doing what I do. They wouldn't necessarily be able to do it as well as I do it, but they would do it. And for my family, after years of me been working now, I've been working for twenty years, you know, my sixty seven year old aunt to say, Wow. It's it's so amazing to kind of see what you to finally understand what you do and how much you do for these people. And for me to be somewhere where we are the only ones and I'm not going to I'm not going to make it comfortable for you anymore. Like I, I want people who are listening to understand this isn't about being arrogant or an asshole or anything this is about me being a black man first and foremost like i'm not gonna make it comfortable for you i am gonna call you out when i don't feel comfortable because you feel you can say do act however you want and as much as i do believe that most of the people around me you know are ally-ish or whatever you want to call them there's still a lot of ignorance and i was told oh we're not gonna hire any more white girls you know and <laughs> at the event i meet this white girl and it's oh she's starting on uh, oh becky's starting on monday okay. and in my mind i'm like of here course. here we mm-hmm. go again like i don't know but people need to stop it <laughs> and just understand that it's yeah it's not cool at all But to your point, when you just said that, it made me think about something. Our campus recruiting team, I don't know if you've ever seen them before, but they sit around the corner from my desk. Uh, Yes. Like on the other side of the glass conference. They're all white. They're all white women. Four white girls. Literally, no, it's not even just four. It's like 12 of them. Oh, I, okay. I only that whole I, section, I know, I know, you know four. four of them. But that whole section over there, that's all campus recruiting. I'm like, damn. One. 
do y'all go to HBCU? No, no. no. absolutely not. They're, I know they, they haven't been because one of the partners, you I'll tell you his name later, you know, I think you know who he is. I probably do. Um, he has made it his mission to be like, Y'all need to fucking go to HBCUs. What the hell is wrong? So that's you? funny because actually the leader in my department was like, you know, we know it's not and, and we're really trying and we would really like you to be part of those conversations. You know, we we've been trying to get into, you know, like Howard and I was like, so, <clears throat> mind you, I'm I'm the one that's been here the longest, five mm-hmm. years. If you wanted to get in Howard, why didn't you say something? It's not like I don't know enough practitioners around here. But it's not here. like you can't do the same thing you've done with to get into Georgetown. No, Georgetown. You just Catholic. pick up the phone and call and their fucking university president. It's exactly. not hard. It's not it's like not it's, hard. it's the door to Narnia right, or any yeah. shit like that. They want to hear from you. They Believe really you me. They want to hear from you. Yo, like yo, yo. Howard. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. And don't go with the yo, yo, yo. But it's like when y'all go onto any campus... And your presence is white women only. Like, well, yeah, why do you think that inspires anyone yeah, who's not the first a white thing woman they to think do, they the f- want to go? Right, the first thing they you. could do is put a couple people of color on the fucking recruitment team. Right there, that would... There used to be one black girl. I don't know uh, what the hell happened to her. I think they may have eaten actually, her. Now that you brought that up, <laughs> I believe, I believe, I believe, I, I believe I met her on Friday. Okay. And she was telling me that Whenever something comes up where it's like attention is being drawn, mm-hmm. they like to push her out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd stand my because ass right on sure. back. Look, I ain't gonna be your little Negro she's on the display. only. She's yep. like, I'm the only black person, mm-hmm. and she's you know, like, I, yeah, no, it, it matters. I mean, I, I, it is important to look around and see it, but like, you, you need to step, take a step, and just like try to understand, like. Empathy goes a very long way. Yeah. I mean, you can never walk in my shoes, but... And one thing I will also say about that, still about the organization that we work for, it was called out about the diversity in the part that I kind of work with. They had an award ceremony. First one they ever had. And there was a picture at the end of the event of all the award winners. Together? Together. Oh, how nice. How lovely. Someone sent... An email to the leader was like, we got to do better than this shit, basically. Because this is not leaning towards our diversity goals at all. If this is our first award ceremony and this is what this looks like, (laughs) that ain't good. We need to do better because there's more representation like with the people who are on contract and what, out of the field. Aren't the, doesn't some of the contracts require, do they have stipulations? Of course they do. That's why there are a lot of black of women on these contracts. Of course. Because that's say. a double, that's a double right. minority double every right time. You uh, don't really so, have to so do you get a two for lot. You get two for one with a... With Basically. A, <laughs> so and then as, women count, count as a minority higher That's what I'm saying. So you count twice. You count twice, but then there's a lot of white women also on these contracts. Which counts once. That counts once. So... You don't really have to look. And then um, there's a lot of um, Asian American, right. people, Asians or Asian American people on these contracts too. But it's like, like Montego has been saying, you keep hiring the same person just dipped in chocolate or dipped in right, caramel right, 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 right. or in a woman's body. You need to really think about experiences as right. well as color and gender. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Socioeconomic. Yep. So six people walk into 
it just like I said, I I appreciate that that you came. Oh yeah, you, you finally got furry to slippers and all. Yeah, fur, yes, furry slippers and all. Finally got to see like. <laughs> well, Cedro immediately judged me because I was standing in line and I was like, "Hey, I don't want to like." look like I'm double fisting. Could you get me a brute? And he was like, I didn't know that was an option. I said, yes. The first thing I did was looked at all of the wine <laughs> options. And the, first, yeah, the first thing I said to you was, that is very white woman of you and I said, to come Absolutely. to a place with, it wasn't even really a bar. It was just like they had some drinks and a person behind it hey. kind of doing it. Hey, but it was a bar. But like okay. she immediately found the champagne and was like, this yeah, is like I would never even think. I was just like, "Can I get a sprite and some ice?" I guess she, she said, "Do you want? Do you want a lemon or lime in it?" And that blew my. I was like, "Can I just get the drink?" Like, I, I, I don't need all this. Garbage. At any function, if I lose track of my wife and you there's champagne, I go where the champagne is, and I usually find her. <laughs> right. See, I I didn't yeah. have. Her. If we get separated, if we get separated, bar. it's pretty much understood that I will I will find her by the champagne wherever that is. I will say that they had really good champagne at this event, and yes, that is absolutely where the fuck you'll find me because I'm here to drink. <laughs> so you, you have me to. Out of my it house. sounds like something that you would have to process with and a couple of drinks. I'll yes. have to show you the. Before I was photoshopped in picture, <laughs> before and after, because you have the after. Can I say I, something? I, I did see it. I Can haven't I got the after yet. Yeah. I, I, I saw before. a photo. Did they put you in the I back? I saw the group photo. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah. He is in the back, and I was like, "Why is he so dark?" Hmm. And I kept moving. And now <laughs> the that light I know, was out. the light bulb was out. Now right that I know <laughs> right. that it was a Photoshop. Oh no! This was actually only this. This was only this one time. That oh. one that you saw. It it was just the lighting was okay. off, and I had on dark colors anyway, mm-hmm. and it just. But <laughs> you still, when you scan that picture, <laughs> you already know. Like, uh, okay, well. that's the most creative way I've heard <laughs> I, I know of you getting out of something you did not want to do. Well, being photoshopped kudos into a to you photoshopped for that. into a picture. Yes. Dude, when they said they were like, "Oh, that's after when everything is over, we're gonna do a team picture and have a little celebration, have fun." Because I'm not, I don't plan on being here that long. How did Montego get in the picture? Someone said, <laughs> "Team picture." Hey, where's Montego? I had hit the elevator. Mm. Oh, and, and we have, we have we have this these newer elevators. They're 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 upgrading the elevators in our building mm-hmm. where you hit the floor and then it tells you like which elevator bank to go to so oh those Very i'm one of those people who's up there hitting it like seven times because he's because the elevator guy said that it registers the number of people that's it how it decides like oh. what floors to bypass oh so whenever i'm going wherever i need to go i'm hit hitting it like about I, seven, got, I got 11 motherfuckers with times. me so, 11 yeah that right explains here. why because i was going to ask you when you did it and i'm like oh, why yeah. is he pressing it so many times <laughs> because, <they're, laughs> because, only because, press it. because because six black people walked into an office party right that's why. Mm. this podcast is produced and recorded at depth charge studios in alexandria virginia if you're a recording artist musician or producer in need of affordable world-class audio production services and an inspiring studio space for your project 
Depth Charge Studios is the place to create in the DMV. For more information, visit DepthCharge.com. That's D-E-P-T-H-C-H-A-R-G-E.com. So am I going to be uh, spit on if I say that until they announced that they had a picture of the black hole, I didn't know that it was a thing that we didn't actually know what a black knew, hole looks like. We knew they like. existed from all the math and from the gravi- from the gravity that they have on other things, observing other visible things and mm-hmm. seeing what their gravity does to those things. But we'd never actually seen the black hole itself because it's black. Yeah. It's hard to see. It's black. I didn't know that it's we dark. didn't know it's okay. that, we, that we hadn't seen one. I just, no, I had, it's because we've talked about black holes, you know, all the sci-fi movies have black holes. They had, I assumed we knew. But then we had the, like. we, then we had the social media out, the, the social media, I guess you call it a pushback. Whenever anything gets released now, it's like the team of people that come out and oh, hate on Earthers. something on it. Well, I mean like the Sonic movie, the trailer came out and Social media immediately trashed what it looked like and that it didn't look like Sonic to the point to the point now where the director has come out and formally announced that they're going back to redesign and like change what he looks like for the movie. Really? Yes. Hold on here. I didn't know that. They really went that far. That's ridiculous. So the pushback. So the pushback with the black hole picture is that the picture wasn't like HD or 4K and it's like do they you even turned, realize what they did they in turned order to get the this? planet the planet into a giant telescope our whole planet became one telescope for the first time <laughs> in human like this history. was a monumental scientific achievement oh yes that's him what the fuck is this okay him. Maxine and, and, and Wellington I'm gonna need y'all to cool it <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was her all last double, night during double, Game double, of double. Thrones, though. That that was her all last night, just yelling at the she TV. Really, she, she was very vocal, especially when Jamie like got on the horse to leave. Like she was very. I rebuked that Sonic the Hedgehog, and it needs to go back to the drawing. Well, they're changing it. I like I was telling Montego That's before ridiculous. that I think that I feel like the designers or the artists that did the concept f- for everything mm-hmm. probably had a more video game-esque Sonic. And they, said no. and they were like, no, we need to make this look more realistic. No. So it, it made them go down this path Mm-mm. and now they're working overtime to do ridiculous. something they originally had because so many corporate folks were like, no, we need to make him have human teeth. <laughs> he looks horrifying. He does I mean, look horrifying. Like well, Sonic movie, wears something from my dreams as a kid. Sonic <laughs> wear, like they decided to keep the fact that he can like use his rings... Yeah, um, I saw that. But they didn't decide to keep the fact that Sonic wears gloves. They were like, "No, we're just going to That's gonna, what it is. We're just going to color That's your hands white and give you fingernails." That's what it I, is. It was, just, it was just so yeah, cuz the, the, the he's got little the little sleeves around yeah, like there. He, hey, wears, the he wears like Mickey Mouse gloves. Yeah, he wears yeah. like the Mickey Mouse gloves. That's <laughs> why yeah. he looks like yeah. a freaking creep cuz he doesn't have the gloves on. Yep. That's not the only reason why. That's, that's a big one. That's a that's big one. That's not the only reason why. That's a big one. I know. But if cool. that's the first thing that you saw? It wasn't the first thing, but it was okay, the thing it that was... it can't be the big one. No, it is a big one once your attention is drawn to it. Because I was like, why does he look so fucking weird? Because the picture because I was... Because they drew him weird? 
He looks hairy, and then he doesn't have any gloves on. I know he's a hedgehog, and hedgehogs are full of hair, but speak, speak, he was a cartoon. <laughs> Speaking I of things. he's a hedgehog. Well, it's, it's, I mean, it's even worse than that. Um, I guess quickly. It's even worse than that because, like, Sonic the Hedgehog has never looked like an actual hedgehog. Actually ever. Looks. No, ever. No. Ever. So he's for them to try he's blue, so hedgehogs aren't normally blue. Right. They're also they're also tiny. Yeah. Like black, gray, dark, like weird browns, and like a spike ball. Like it's it looks nothing like Sonic. So the fact that they decided that they wanted to take that and make it so realistic that. It doesn't even look it's like stupid. what it is. Yeah, it's just weird. Sucking on my titties like you want to be calling me all the time. Like Blondie, check out my Chrissy behind. It's fine all of the time. Like sex on the beaches. What else is in the teachers of peaches? Huh? What? Fuck the pain away. Fuck the pain away. Fuck the pain away. Fuck the pain away. Why are you looking at me? Okay, we're not starting that. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even going down that road. I appreciate you stopping yourself. Because you were, you were doing some sort of, I don't know. what. I was gyrating. She was shaking her titties. Voodoo? Yes, I was. Titties huh? were Voodoo? shaken. No. <laughs> so we're going to make this very quick. Uh-oh. Rhythmic voodoo. Two things happened in these last few weeks that were monumental. <laughs> and uh, what Oh, that's me being there. Oh, that's you being... Oh, surprise. Okay. No, I was being there for you. That's why I put my hand on your shoulder. So first, a year ago, uh, sometime in April, whenever the hell Coachella is, an event happened in our lives that changed the way that people look at live performances (laughs) that was historical, that was amazing, that was everything a live performance should ever be, ever, ever, ever. And that was when Beyonce Giselle Knowles graced the stage (laughs) of Coachella and told everyone how they should perform heretofore. Henceforth. It was a celebration of womanhood, of blackness, of black <laughs> the excellence. The way she's moving her hands <laughs> as she says it. This is, a, this is a very Shakespearean presentation you're I doing. I love it. There was nothing wrong with this performance. Period. I looked. I looked hard. Mm-hmm. Because even though she, I love she, Beyonce. She wouldn't allow it. She would not allow it. She would not allow it. She would not allow it. She ate air and good and good wishes after birthing two babies. After birthing two babies, two of Jay Z's babies, and you're not eating a thing, girl. Bye. She could have killed herself for this performance, and it still would have been well worth it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little overboard. I mean, I'm sorry. It, it was it was good. It was really good. We haven't even Slow watched down. Homecoming. <laughs> How have you not watched Homecoming? Watch I am sitting on it because I don't like when Black Twitter ruins things. So I need to give I'm myself four you. weeks of separation. I'm, no, you can't. Now I have heard the lies. The live album mm-hmm. that I have that played. I play every day on blast with the windows down just because I want these people to fucking know you haven't seen it I've seen a lot of it I mean I, I, I don't know searched how you YouTube high <laughs> and low after the actual performance aired because I yeah. didn't make the connection that they were airing it on YouTube no day. one really did so of course everybody copied it and put it up yeah, on YouTube right. and I appropriately downloaded it immediately so I've seen this performance more than once I like that it's a little more professional looking 
what Netflix did with it, the filming of it that airs on Netflix. Please go to Netflix and watch Homecoming. If you don't, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. Netflix. We all was it you that were telling who was who was I talking to about her business deal for that? Was it you? Me. We talk a lot of Beyonce. So are you aware of the business deal she made with Netflix for that? I am aware she made a deal. I'm not aware of the the specifics. So apparently she was able as a part of her contract with Coachella own the rights to anything that she performed visually bring her own crew they oh, were like okay. you are not normally when you perform at a venue like you grant license mm-hmm. some kind to the venue promoters part of your fee is so that they can film you and use you to promote mm-hmm. their event but she managed to get a rider against that and took control of ownership of all that and then flipped that and got basically an 80 million dollar deal for that footage to do what four movies like it was three three yeah three uh, movie deal okay the first being the documentary of the performance and i figured that that was something i figured for that i knew that she was going to do something mm-hmm. with that performance after i saw it. i was right. like oh yeah she's not just gonna let this shit just run and run and right. run everywhere there's absolutely no way the production that went into that performance mm-hmm. was just amazing yeah when you're talking about there's not a whole bunch a whole bunch of pyrotechnics there's not a whole bunch of extra shit this is literally just there's a lot of graphing people, people a lot of people together to do this that's a lot of and work. people cost money people like cost those people money. were not free no. so like you have to like think about the, all the preparation where they spent a lot of money yes to make to pull it that thing off and the sound engineering in order to hear all those stomps on the risers and right. all of those things and the 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 singer's voices mm-hmm. very specifically, all of the other things. Stop nodding at me like that, Montego. <laughs> I appreciate Montego, good production. The only thing Montego wasn't saying was true, true. Yo. True, true, true. But it was just hands down, top to bottom, every aspect of that production was phenomenal and it brought back a lot of memories for me granted i only stayed on campus at my alma mater for one year but like going to the homecoming games going to any of the games at the time i was dating one of the football players (laughs) so being a part of all those activities yes humble brag i have to have something (laughs) i'm a divorcee (laughs) i have to have something i'll give it to you special olympics whatever but just the tradition of the marching band at HBCUs. Yeah. And it's not just for the game. And it's not just for homecoming. These are for all of the important games. And it's a whole event to, I mean, there's, ba- oh my gosh, stop biting me. <laughs> there's battle of the bands and things like that. Yeah. It was wonderful. And it could have been wonderful, and it could have stayed wonderful in its own right, and it could have continued. I mean, it will continue to be a masterpiece, but it could have stood there alone by itself in all of its glory until somebody decided they wanted to try to put mayonnaise all over that fucking shit. Are we about to talk about Darth Becky? Yes, we are, a.k.a. Tay Horse. A.K.A. Tay Lucifer. Or two... T- <laughs> I swear, somebody on Twitter called her Tay Lucifer. Shit. One 
Taylor Swift, Little Miss, I grew up on a Christmas tree farm, decided (laughs) (laughs) that she could not let Beyonce be great by herself and just have this moment. Now, on Twitter, there erupted a nasty snarl between the Beehive and the Swifties. About this performance. <laughs> it was the epic battle between the, <laughs> the Beehive, Beehive and, and the Swifties. Swifties. <laughs> Many lives were lost that day. Yes. Uh, well, a lot of lives. <laughs> a lot of lives were lost in this Twitter battle. But, yes, Beachella was, was a year ago. Homecoming just came out. This is an old performance. This is a performance that many people have seen. But... Goodness, it wasn't. Um, it was kind of a surprise uh, announcement that she had this whole thing coming to Netflix. It wasn't like a whole bunch of lead time before it actually aired. But at the same time, I feel like the timing of Taylor Swift's performance at the Billboard Music Awards. If you don't know what I'm talking about, please Google it. You will and go- watch both of watch the first. Seven seconds of Taylor Swift's performance on the Billboard Music Awards. And you'll understand what I'm talking about. The unmitigated gall (laughs) of this woman never ceases to amaze me. She has been accused of copying many people, but she seems to like to come back to Beyonce. Time this and isn't time the again. first time. I remember her. I remember when she was on Saturday Night Live and she performed that fucking song. Are you ready for it? And <laughs> are you ready for it? Which I fucking hate. No, I'm not fucking ready for it. Are you ready for it? And it was like I remember watching it with Veronica, and we were like, I was. I turned to Veronica. I was like, this biting ass bitch. She like, bites on everybody. The whole thing with the dance that she had the two dancers, just like Beyonce had. She had the whole every all the moves yep. were fucking the similar like the shit they were the interactions they mm-hmm. were doing with each other i'm like this is right and then the, even the lighting the lighting was like you're you're biting everything that she does like and then the video for look what you made me do a lot of people compared that to beyonce's formation video and now this bitch decided that she needed to have a fucking marching band right. on her performance right on the Billboard Music Awards. Now, the thing that a lot of people, some people have mentioned, but the thing that stuck out to me when I saw it, because what I'm talking about is the the entrance that she made versus the entrance that Beyonce made for Beachella. It starts with some sharp whistle blowing from the, I don't even know what you would call oh, the that the band person. leader? The band leader. The band leader, yeah, like the, yeah, the whistle to get everybody. Yes. Right. And then the drummers come in, right. and then finally they reveal Beyonce on stage in all of her glory. Right. The same type of thing happened, but again, with mayonnaise. <laughs> on stage with, with yeah. Heavy, heavy mayonnaise. People said Rancid that she mayonnaise. was wearing a Tanya Harding-like outfit. It's oh, Tanya really Harding was. She really was. was. So, <laughs> if you've ever seen I Tanya, it was definitely an I Tanya outfit. That was a good ass movie, by the way. I Tanya was a banging ass movie, and I might have to watch that shit again. But I Tanya was really good. She was wearing a Tanya Harding esque outfit mm-hmm. and bangs uh, to match. Bangs to match, and she struck a similar pose, like the the first. Seven to ten seconds of her performance was I, damn near identical 
to the first seven to ten seconds of what Beyonce did at Coachella. The caveat here in all of this is something interesting that somebody on Twitter wrote because a lot of people were like, oh, she's copying her and this is, you know, par for the course for Taylor. This is what she does. Like, she just decides what she likes and she copies it. It really, honestly, at this point, does not seem to matter who it is. No, it's just what she does. She just does it. She's done it to Lana Del Rey. She's done it to Beyonce. She's done it to so many people. this has been a trend through pop, the history of pop music. She's not, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of, she's not breaking new ground. A lot of people have been doing this. There's a lot of people made a good living copying. But she, her, her ass. What is that? No. She, um, <laughs> she seems to have a special knack for this shit. But one person on Twitter said something very interesting that I didn't think of necessarily. Um, she said, Taylor Swift is not actually copying Beyonce. She's mocking Beyonce. This is not so much a display of white mediocrity, although it is definitely that also. <laughs> right. As it is a minstrel show and an act of white racial solidarity. Swift is smart enough to know that she would never be praised by most for this, but praise is not the goal. Swift has felt inadequate since Kanye rightly pointed out that she didn't deserve that award. Beyonce did. I suspect this was when feelings of victimhood and persecution by more popular, quote unquote, aggressive blacks began. <laughs> aggressive blacks. Over the course of that's her a career. Band, that's a band, too. Aggressive blacks. <laughs> I'm going to go see Aggressive Blacks at 9.30 Club tomorrow night. Over the course of her career, Swift realized that she will likely never reach the level that Beyonce is at, and this made her bitter. So instead of improving her craft and creating a unique sound, she settled for mockeries that were so canny no one could ignore it. Remember when she copied Formation? People started pointing out that Taylor Swift was embedding white nationalist dog whistles in her work, and people said that was crazy, a crazy conspiracy theory. But even in the above image, which is an image of her video for Look What Made You, Look What You Made Me Do, which is the same kind of lineup that Beyonce had uh-huh. for the formation video. This cannot possibly be one tweet. It's a thread. It's a, it's thread. a tweet thread. Oh, okay. It's a thread. <laughs> You're right. It's, it's a, a tweet thread. <laughs> it's a I was thread. like, what privileges? <laughs> right. How many blue checks? Many characters do you get? How many blue checks lets right. you type it's a, a thousand thread. This is like five or uh, maybe seven to ten. But even in the above image manifesto. with the racial segregation of her dancers is racist imagery and white supremacists notice this linking the Washington Post article, which I don't think I read, but I remember yeah, hearing it come out. I remember out. that article too. Basically, what I'm saying is that white people send coded racial messaging to each other, and that's what this is. So I never thought about it that way. But in terms of the, I don't know about the whole white nationalist messaging and dog yeah, I, mean, I don't know about I have all that. No idea what that. But would the be. mockery part, I totally feel like could be at this point, given everything that's gone on, that could be a part of it, even if subconscious on her part, because there's. N- Taylor Swift is, from what I understand, <coughs> Taylor Swift is a talented person. The girl can sing, and apparently she can write, or at least that was the legend that was sold, that she could write really great songs. But mm-hmm. obviously those things are nuanced. I, I'm a songwriter, and I can say she writes very pedestrian songs. She's okay. never written... Okay, anyway. Yeah. And, and to your <laughs> point, I don't know that the songs that she did write that were actually hits or things that I mean, she I, actually wrote, I, wrote. I think that the, like I think that the stuff that she writes... It's, it works for it works for what she does. Yeah, it works yeah. for what she does. Like it works really well for what she does. But if you take it and actually analyze it from like a stylistic no. perspective or just technically, like it's not 
throughout the history of music, work. most popular music, most pop artists, what their target market is is a younger demographic who doesn't know dick about music yet. <laughs> That's why it sells because they've never. When you're 35, 40 years old, you can hear how derivative a Taylor Swift is. Yes. Not only is Taylor Swift copying Beyonce, Taylor Swift is copying fucking teeny bop pop from the beginning of time. If you go, if you want to get down to the fucking base level of the shit that she does, it's (coughs) the same fucking pop records people have been making for fucking 50 years. But the 16 year old, 18 year old, now 25 year old, people who buy her like her music don't fucking know anything about that shit it's the same thing that it's the same thing when people got into elvis didn't realize he was fucking copying exactly fucking black bluesman's fucking records and they didn't even know those records existed they just they heard elvis and that was the first oh wow and elvis elvis is now the king but and Elvis was the biggest copycat there is, and he's the celebrated as the biggest pop star ever. And the same phenomenon, because I was following this hashtag Mayo Cella, which people had made by the Mayo. by the time I had woken up the next morning. <laughs> Mayo Cella sounds like something you actually could buy. Like it's like a combination of mayo <laughs> and something like Mexican, like I don't know, some sort of spice. Mayo Cella. But male cello was a huge trend for the day after that. And it was devolving into this thing where all these Taylor Swift fans were like, Beyonce didn't invent marching bands. And see, Taylor Swift had a marching band in 2009. And of course, the Beehive came back. Yeah, but in 1999, Beyonce did XYZ. So it's the whole, I didn't see it before, so it didn't fucking exist. And this is Taylor Swift. Fleetwood Mac. Child. That shit blew me. Fleetwood Mac. And I was like, for real, y'all. Yes. Yes. They were like, Beyonce's copying Fleetwood Mac because Fleetwood Mac had a marching band on their stage. I don't know what the year was. She did a song with Destiny's Child where they sampled Stevie Nicks and had the bitch in the video. Yeah. But no, this they were talking about before that. Even then. But see, even in that that scenario, (laughs) Beyonce is using that sample... But fully giving credit and paying, what I'm saying, homage paying homage to the person right. who came up with that little guitar riff that was really all that they sampled. But I mean, right. it was, that's all that it was, was. It was key it and was... pertinent to both songs. Yeah. But it's just so maddening, and for the and for Taylor Swift, for me right now, I used to be Taylor Swift ambivalent. I didn't give a fuck what the hell Taylor Swift did. But after. So many atrocities that she has committed, like trying to remake Earth, Wind, and Fire's September, which was a crime against humanity. <laughs> we were, we, we remember, we swore a sacred oath, sacred oath that we would never speak of that again. <laughs> and you are violent. It was a crime against humanity. I, it was a sacred oath, woman. It was a crime against humanity <laughs> and it must be shown that. as evidence for her treachery. But then I read an article about a very long article, I want to say it was a BuzzFeed article, about the timeline of how Taylor Swift does this and has marketed playing the victim in these things oh, yeah, that's every like her single that's step why it, of the way. That's the most annoying thing about her. Is Which it? is why she is a Darth Becky. Because it's not just that you want to copy shit. It's not just that you want to call it your own. It's not just that you want money and you want to be popular. You also got to be the fucking victim every time someone calls you out on your bullshit. Yep. And that's why the moniker is so fitting. Because it's not just 
it's not just like ignorant uh things that she's doing like oh, she's it's, very she's, not she's, she's very aware. aware like it's almost like a trump thing yeah it oh, is it is absolutely she's very aware of what she's doing and she continuously does it in the article that i was reading was talking about she started with her love life like everyone she's ever dated has done her wrong and they're mm-hmm. such a horrible person mm-hmm. and she makes backbiting snarky ass comments about it oh but no i'm little taylor swift who grew up on a christmas tree farm i'm not mean but she yeah. writes songs that explicitly say that she's crazy a handful is the reason why like but I mean, she's I, I just, and she's yeah, still right. put on a pedestal and seen as a sweet little blonde haired girl who couldn't hurt a fly sweet little fat cheeto that you know <laughs> has our best Isn't interest that, in mind is 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 I, f- I feel like the veneer is cracking though on that I hope somewhat. so somewhat I don't think I don't think I don't think as many people are are buying it now, like are buying well, that. I don't know if she's her. commented about this yet. I have not seen I don't live in the space where she has commented about right. this All yet. Right. But but I feel like if she does, it's gonna be I'm the victim. Taylor Swift performed uh one of her tours. She did a tour stop at one of the professional sports venues at uh, I work at. And I happened to be there the day that she showed up and they did mm. sound check. They set everything up and then she did sound check. Um, and then I happened to be there when I le- I was leaving and was passing all, all the people who were lining up to see her show. What a weird demographic of people. What a strange group of people it was. Like, it looked like the whitest college campus you've ever seen. (laughs) All in line at the same time. Like, it looked like every white fraternity Mm -hmm. had, like, decided to meet up at the Taylor Swift concert. Like, that was the... And there were dudes, like, that had, like... There were dudes like guys that had that were like totally fucking like had the shirt and the fucking wow. tank t- like they look- straight straight and straight like they're with their girlfriends like Maybe everyone they were hostages Taylor. like it was weird get out <laughs> well my girlfriend loves her so fuck it bro I'm here you know like like that shit you know what I'm saying like I mean like there was what it is it, it was uh I just she's in uh the same category as Cersei is now for oh, me Jesus. she needs to be eliminated oh, from Maria after you're done go find wow <laughs> go find Tay Tay because it's, it, it's not cute anymore and it's it's dan- it's downright vicious at this point and you know even after even after everything came out about the um the the circumstances under which Kanye's song was made and how she had backpedaled about all that other shit she still managed to come out with a song said look what you made me do no yeah. bitch nobody made you do that <laughs> you did that bullshit all on your own <laughs> how are you always the victim in the shit that you bitch. create so i'm interested to see how this is going to play out if it will she may just stay quiet if she's smart she wouldn't say shit i know i wouldn't i would take the l and keep moving but probably just put it into a song and make more money exactly her plan (laughs) like that's all she does self-perpetuating thing that just creates the most ironic thing that i haven't seen anyone touch on is that the song that she was singing was talking about how unique she was as a lover and a friend and a girlfriend Mm -hmm. and how she was only her and you're only you and we're all special and individual and unique what the fuck you look like every girl i went to high school with shut up Ooh, so in um 
In conclusion. Rounding, rounding out. Rounding out. In conclusion, Taylor Swift is a copying cunt. Base. Whose idea? <laughs> who? Whose idea was it? Whose bright idea? To say, you know what would be a good idea for this metropolitan area over here? We're going to put a whole bunch of electric scooters out and just leave them places, <laughs> and people will use a, their phones to be able to activate them, ride around, and then they will leave them other places. So I saw a fat lady fall on a scooter <laughs> the other day, and it was one of the funniest fucking things I've seen in, in years. And I have been withholding this story. I haven't told Veronica about it because I was like, I have to save this shit <laughs> for the you podcast. Love you love that? I li- like, like I Sometimes wish I like could I tell you. It. I wish I could tell you what I saw today, but I cannot. So Why? because I had to save it for the podcast. What happened with the fat lady? So, the problem with these scooters is that anybody just thinks that they can get on one and fucking ride it. And it's like anywhere. And I'm sure there's a weight limit on those things. There has to be, there's got to be some weight limit. There has to be at some point where it's like, no, this can't happen. (laughs) Right. And this lady, whatever that weight limit was, she was either exceeding it or right at it. Do you guys remember the old footage um, that's used a lot in movies and cartoons of the fat guy, the two fat guys riding the fucking little mopeds? Yes. That's what this looked like as I approached. (laughs) So I'm riding. It's taking me like, it's taking me like a half hour to go like two miles because it's cherry blossom season and it's cherry blossom season in DC. Yay! And there's people everywhere because apparently cherry trees don't grow in the rest of the fucking United States. They only grow in D.C. So we have to go to D.C. to see them. Can you tell that I... Don't worry. How I feel. I feel you. Fucking cherry blossom tourists. I feel you. So I'm finally made my way (laughs) through this fucking just mess on my bicycle and I come around the corner and up in front of me coming towards me... Mm is a woman on one of those scooters. I think it was a Lime. Lime is one of the companies. So she's coming towards me, and there's another person, like a younger person behind her. And she's like probably probably in her 40s. And she is looks like the fat guy on, <laughs> on the motorcycle or whatever. So she's coming towards me, and she doesn't realize that she's as she's coming over the... <laughs> On the sidewalk, you know how every sidewalk. So imagine you're going down the sidewalk, and there's always when there's a crosswalk going across the street. There's one of those ADA like dip ramps, right? So they're built to be addressed from the front, like you enter the the crosswalk from the front. But if you were to go over the sides, they're basically two dips, mm-hmm. like one dip down and then a few feet and another dip up, right? So she's coming towards me, and she's 
on the scooter and I just see her go over and go over, go down the, into the trench on, cause she doesn't see it. And the wobble, like this wobble, <laughs> like she went full to the left and I cannot believe she didn't just go over to the left. <laughs> She did it. She managed to recover, but the force of her having to recover threw her to the right, and she went hard, like boom, right on her side. And oh. and like there, because she was so big, like if I had made the same fall at that speed, because these things, like I, you easily outrace them on a bicycle, but they're moving eight to ten miles an hour, probably. You're nodding your head, like eight yeah, to ten. The math works out. But right, because a bicycle you're riding like twelve, fourteen to the fourteen. So like, but she hits the ground and just stops because there. What else is gonna happen? Mm. Right, like where else are you gonna go? And so there's me and like three other bikers because all we've all been bunched up because we've been all trying to get through the pedestrian traffic. We all come up and everybody's like stopping and getting off their bikes, and she's lying there. <laughs> with the scooter wedged <laughs> under her like it is wedged like it is full up on her and she's in there like everything's fine <laughs> nothing to worry about everything's fine no no it's okay it's okay no it's fine everything's fine, everything's not fine. it's fine <laughs> but everything was fine because like while she shouldn't have been on the scooter probably at her size, her size saved her ass because had I made that same fall, I'd have been at the chiropractor. Like, <laughs> like I would have rolled. It would have hurt. Anyway, so That's um, one of the just the, the only thing I would like to say is that if you're planning on coming to D.C. and using these scooters, um. Leave them in places that uh, are like kind of off and not where they, if, if they were to fall over, they wouldn't do any damage because people are now starting to leave them in my neighborhood and they'll leave them like right next to parked cars, like right on the sidewalk next to a parked car and the wind will blow and that thing will fall. I've, I've watched them just blow over and dent people's fucking shits up on their car. Like, and just, why so is so there just not don't. A just like, don't. If you want to use a scooter that. in DC, don't, don't. because <laughs> don't. Why don't they have receptacles like the bicycles do? The bicycles, right? Things. The but the, the capital bike thing. share has places everywhere where you can you can take the. What's great about it is you can take the bike from one and then park it at another. Because it's the next step of convenience for the people who <laughs> for, well, the, for the people for the people whom that like. That is inconvenient for this is the next step. Like oh, you can be even lazier. You can literally no, just you drop can it. Leave like, it. I, I will go. Across, I cross the 14th Street Bridge on my bike when I go to work at any of these sporting venues, and there the, people have left them on the and bridge. They, right, they're like, on the bridge. That's this where it died. I just left it on the bridge. Like there has there. This is just one of those situations where it's just like the regulation has not caught. Uh, like it happened so fast. And government is so slow. And it's like, we need some fucking regulations with this shit because it's basically litter. Yeah. It like, is. Like, I've, I've taken them and thrown them 
<laughs> like I'll like one will be like people will lay them across the sidewalk. It's like yo, people are fucking trying to walk here, and I'll take that shit, fucking throw it in the grass, like. But I don't understand, like the people who own these things. Like, do you not have tracking devices? On they them? they what have is tracking the insurance devices. Like on these, it Clearly, must be horribly cheap if they if they're fine with people the, just throwing the them TOS the when you download the app, ride at your own fucking risk. So they don't have shit to fucking worry about. They got people who get paid every night with the trackers to go out, find them, take them home, charge them, and then they lay them back out on the street. And they lay them back out on the street based on where people have been renting them from. So if a few kids on your block rent them for a minute, they'll start putting, leaving three or four of them motherfuckers on no. the corner. And it's like, yo, no. like, this, this is trash. You're leaving litter. It's, you're leaving litter out. They on the need to have street. receptacles the same way those damn right. bikes do. Because they have to get a permit. They got to pa- probably pay some money for that fucking to lease that. Because that's government land. They're usually on the side of mm-hmm. streets and shit. So most of the time, that's a government-owned, controlled yeah. piece of property anyway. So they're probably leasing each one. No, you got to... I'm just a fucking dangerous. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it, they really are like an allegory for everything that's wrong with yeah, people in the 21st century. Of course. I'm just going to leave my... But why would you even do that? Like if I had something that took me somewhere, <laughs> I wouldn't just leave it on the ground. And you disrespect it like that. It just took you three miles from down up here to over here and you just disrespect like it by I, leaving I it. In the, I mean, it's sometimes... And maybe the wind has blown it over. Maybe someone did like put no, it nicely no, next to a trash can. No, but no, it looks like somebody was just sh- like, okay, I'm here. Fuck this yeah, scooter. Yes. It, it was... Well, five seconds still end, and they just jump off. Yeah. Right. Well, exactly. it, it, it actually going. it was it was nicely parked, and then I found it and fucking threw it over there. <laughs> All right, well so that terrible. was uh that was episode whatever. What episode was that? Forty. 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 Episode forty. Damn, these episodes are getting old as fuck. I mean, I'm forty four. <laughs> Four episodes away. Go to nerdsandluxury.com and thirty eight. Pick up some swag. Pick up some swag. T shirts. And you're more than welcome to answer. Actually, oh, yeah. if you if you have any answers to Montego's um, um, challenges from the from from episode thirty nine or any of those things, you can contact us and maybe maybe force uh, Montego to buy you a shirt. Mm-hmm. I said a shirt and a tote. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, she did say a tote, a tote, a tote, and a, tote. And a, tote. And a shirt and a and tote. A tote. <laughs> So, um, but it's hot. it's summertime, so yeah. Recommend us to your friends and uh, rate, us. rate us and give us Comment. reviews on your on on all your the websites, platform. your chosen platform, and we'll see you next time. Good night. Dopest flyers, OG pinliers, dopest flyers, OG pinliers, dopest flyers, OG pinliers, dopest flyers, OG pinliers, dopest flyers, flyers. Flyers, loud and headphones of flyers, dopest flyers, OG pin pasta gangster player, hardcore motherfucker. Black diamonds on a nigga wrist, is it vanity or just a sign of excellence? Square footed six rooms up in my residence, blowing money up in Nemus, guess that's negligence. We hold these truths to be self evident.